I started last week while we were here, and I just never went back to it. What's wrong with my just reading straight off his Facebook page? <laughs> well, it was when you went, uh, yeah, send me a message. <laughs> <laughs> I was not on form last week at all. Are you feeling better this week? Eh? I had a stinking. I never had any. I had one cup of coffee this morning. See, about two o'clock, did the world's worst headache no kick in as I started getting withdrawal. And I didn't hate, I didn't take any money or that, and it worked me the day, so I had to wait till I got to my mom's and I sank too, like, in quick succession. You feel better? Oh, my God, it's important. Feeling alive. Feeling alive and ready to go. Cool. Well, you're all good to go whenever. <laughs> you stop being so nervous. So you got the Patreon stuff up. I've got yeah. the subs up. What's the bra and odds like this week? Good. I've no There's a couple on there, yeah. There's a few good. <laughs> right, one of them was just trying to wind up Mike. Well, I don't Everybody's on why. it now, man. Because <laughs> you seem to be the thing to do now. It's such a problem with Scott Brun. <laughs> but I never said it publicly, unless did I? I'm pretty sure you have done at some point. On Twitter, I have. Yeah, that's probably what it is. People follow you, man. No, but I didn't think whoever put that on there would have seen that. <laughs> don't, I'm not like a big problem. Oh yeah, it's kicked up. We got eight, 18 comments on there. Oh no, but you commented on a couple. <laughs> yeah, I did. What was it there fishing? We good to go. Sound, sound. Yeah, let's kick it off, man. Nice. I really want to use my cans this week. It's a lot, Andy. Just put them on. Pretend. I know. I should. I will. <laughs> Sorry, bro. It, like you say, I've no got any. I've no any Wi-Fi here. What? It's, what? <laughs> Where's your sunglasses as well? Well, Mama Pat's was here. I didn't want to put them on. It'd be oh, disrespectful. Come on, it's fine. Ah, uh, I left them in. Nothing. I will say once my mate Sean. <laughs> weekend Sean yeah. came to the house when we were about oh. 16 year old and he had his uh, Cristiano Ronaldo big earrings in because they were all the rage so Sean like, Moran 2006, 2007 yeah. had the big like diamond studs and like my mum had noticed them were sitting here in her tea and she starts laughing straight in his face <laughs> wow. and he's like are those your mum's earrings? <laughs> now this was about well what or so too it was about 13 years ago and he never came back to my house after that oh <laughs> You hurt his feelings. That's not horrible. nice. That's my homie. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's my boy, man. Bro, it. She was. Sean is a really nice guy. He is a nice guy. I know. I was only joking. But he did. He used to have, and the thing was, they were diamond earrings in the shape of diamonds as well, mm. like big both ears as well. Like. Really? And oh, he, he was had a the little ha Ronaldo haircut. Uh, he was a fringy. He was a proper. Oh, that Ronaldo. I keep thinking yeah. of like not fat Ronaldo, no, Cristiano, like Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Oh, what kind of haircut did he have? I don't even know. Oh, like about man, 2008, 2009. It was kind of almost like a bit mullety and had this like weird I can't sort of foot that, that footballer <laughs> mullet eye. It was. Slopey fringe. Oh, we have to cut this out the preamble, eh? Pure sitting game, the guy. Absolute cheek. Oh, yeah, sorry. You'll laugh Love you, mate. Either that or you'll burst into tears because we've got PTSD. <laughs> I know. Uh, take my He'll be shaking in the corner. Yeah. No, His wife's sitting there, what's wrong? He goes, nothing. <laughs> it's going to be a good therapy session for him this week. He's going to get a lot out of it. <laughs> well, we get started then, right? Fire in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's Premier Podcast, Monkey Sword Fight with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, Mr. Michael Dodds. He is I, I am him. Podcast daddy. Podcast daddy. Work with dots also. Yeah. When you talk, you will only repeat. Ew. Let's start that over. <laughs> <laughs> I just woke up. I had a nap. <laughs> when you talk, you are only repeating what you already know. But if you listen, you may learn something new. Ooh, oh, sounds like something a teacher would, would say to you. Yeah, so right. that's something like a teacher out of a film, though. Yeah. No, te no actual teacher say things like that. You got two ears and you got one mouth. So you're supposed to listen. That's what they used to say in school. I don't 
I don't say that to my students. No, no I do not. So nah. fucking shut up. Well, sheep yeah. up. It's like, guys, guys, just keep it down, right? Don't make me. <laughs> then you dodge the we knives. Can go for Andy. <laughs> we can go for Andy to Mr. McFarlane real quick. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's why I pull it at Blair High. Pull it that and a shiv. Crash helmet. Andy Mack on the ones and twos. What's happening? And we're also joined by the specialist of guests. Mama Pats is here. Hi, Mom. Hi. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. She said to me on the way down, she's like, you know I'm going to tell you off if you swear too much. Oh, <laughs> see, I'm conscious of that too now. I don't oh. want to swear too much. Come a little bit closer to your microphone. Okay. <laughs> I got to say it to someone. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mama Pats is going to come and be our, our, our co-host, our fourth. Stop looking all shy. They can't see her, so you don't have to say that. I know, but I can tell. <laughs> can come out of her shell, bring her into the room. Mm-hmm. How are we, everyone? Oh, good, good I. Good yeah. week. We are well. I am well. You as I. You as you. I'm in. Yeah. Some good feedback from. Oh, well, come on. First of all, to the important stuff. Yes. This week's episode is sponsored by Stevie Mac Skate School. One on one skating lessons, tuitions for all ages and abilities. Skate club every week, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Saturday. Message me. Oh, fuck. Did I, I do it again? again. <laughs> oh. Message Stevie Max Skate School on Facebook. You know what's good about Stevie Max Skate School? Because a lot of people, if you didn't grow up, like let's say you're, you're a dude and you didn't grow up playing football or soccer, why would you want to send your kid to go do that? I know they're probably into it, but maybe you want to get them into something mm-hmm. something different. Maybe not rugby. Maybe not uh, Maybe not football. Try out the skate Some school. Some kids don't even bothered by football anymore. Yeah, well, I, that too. I, and there's so much more for kids to do. When I was younger, it was pretty much football or rugby. Mm-hmm, but much. like, I've got kids on my football team now that can't come to the Thursday trainings because they've got street dancing, mm. or they've got hockey, or they've got basketball, or do you know what I mean? There's so many other things for kids to do. So yeah, if your kids are not into football or contact sports, you skateboarding a go. I used to love it. Yeah, back in the day. I don't have the coordination for it. I didn't either. My mum just short, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it started. Yes. Brilliant. Um, shout out to our Patreon subscribers. Mikey Dots has got a list of them there. Davey Forrett, Callum McLaughlin, R- Ralphie Rogs. We've seen you amended your pledge, Ralph. We're going to have a word with you. No, I'm just joking. Um, Roddy, Stosh, uh, Andy Henderson, Nate Black, Alistair Cook, and Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Yeah. Oh, so you're the only person we didn't have to prompt to say, hey, Rachel. Everyone else is kind of looking off like that. I see it when I'm on oh, listening okay. to you. So. Half the text messages I get now from my mum are about the show. <laughs> <laughs> but with no context. She's like, I don't think I agree with you. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what show is it? <laughs> Which one are you listening to? All of them. Yeah. I don't agree with you about anything. That's fair. Um, yeah. Good episodes last week with Fidget on. Excellent, yeah. Really enjoyed it. I, was, I finally managed to finish listening just the other day. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. Laughed mm-hmm. a lot. Um, she texted me to say that she had a few people messaging her saying it's going to be their new podcast that they listen to. Oh, A few new it. subscribers. Better so done. Uh, <laughs> some very good numbers, but aye. Yeah, really I enjoyed it. Today. Really enjoyed it. Um, it was weird because when she came in, like uh, she just seemed like very, very meek and very quiet. And then like once we got going... Like we were just pulling stuff out of her, and I was like, oh, "All right." I knew it was going to be a great podcast when she started talking about the uh, like the guys in jail, and I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be great." <laughs> and it was funny because when I was listening to it back, I was like, "Hold on, hold on, let's explore this." <laughs> and she was like, "Okay." We haven't listened. To our previous guest admitted she had a bit of a a crush on guys that have been in the jail, or she did when she was younger. Yeah. She had a rule though. 
If it was a sex crime, she wasn't interested. But almost <laughs> anything other than that. Which is fair enough. She was on board. Yeah. So it's like the bad boys. Uh, mm. Right, Mum. That'll be. <laughs> oh, you, 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 know, you know her as well, yeah. You know her as well, yeah. No, no, I'm just saying girls like the bad boys. Oh, you said girls like the bad boys. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice guys finish last, I know. Mm-hmm. That's why Andy Max cut me with buds than anyone else. Hey, 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 that's not true. It is a nice guy. Sound to be some sort of slot or something. Man. <laughs> no. Not like that at all. Did you see me? I was driving up Creef Road and you were coming out of the college and I beat my horn. Did you see me that day? I think it did, yeah. Oh, okay. Because the person in front of me was like looking in the mirror. I was like, no, not, 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 not you. I'm you the guy coming me, out. You did that to me the other day. <laughs> yeah. I had a fucking heart attack. I was like walking and walked half asleep. I think it was on the phone to Chuff. And I was like, bah, 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 bah. I was like, what are you fucking? It was just my good. I tried to beep out the theme tune. I was like, beep, 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 beep. But it just didn't work out. <laughs> and like morning traffic as well. So it was telling me, like, this guy beeping it. Oh, my God. Speaking of morning traffic, the Inveromen roundabout last week, did anyone sit in traffic for probably an hour over there? No, I tried. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. They did. They had traffic lights, temp traffic lights on all three, three of the four exits. Mm-hmm. At the Inverom roundabout, and it was just a nightmare. Yeah, because they were doing work. You text me. Yeah, because they were doing see. they were doing work between the BP garage and the bridge just down. From yeah, they were paving on the Dunga yeah. Road, so mm-hmm. like between nine and half two. So it was like it was brutal. I went for a walk. We went to um, well, we'll talk about it later. But we were at Glen Allen College, and then we were driving down, coming back. Uh, it was a school trip. We were mm. coming back, and we just sat in traffic. The guy was like, I have to get back. We got back so late. He was like, I had to get off of the roundabout, go back up the bypass, and then come back into Perth like through a different way. It was crazy. They do it every year. It's the, it's the council getting the rest oh of our budget out. Oh, okay. What was it you said to me? It was. It's always the same at the end of the year. They throw money at you. I used to work for the, the school, and every year you'd be scrimping and saving until... March and then they'd go here tons of money (laughs) and you'd buy shite you'd buy so much shite stop swearing (gasps) oh look at that the tables have turned Uh, I'm well in trouble when I get here (laughs) (laughs) Um, any other feedback from the other week's show anyone else say nothing Uh, no I don't have any other feedback well Bestie just said she thought fidget seemed really sound yeah she she is Uh, yeah she is I'm sorry um (laughs) Uh, Andy Henderson also said it was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. It was just one of those ones. He's a hard man to please. Yeah, he is, actually. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of tangents as well. Tangents? I will apologize as well because I noticed my, my cold blocked nose heavy breathing. Was, <laughs> I was sitting there listening to it like, oh, man. You sound like that was some other feedback. Predator. Yeah, I'm going to mention it. <laughs> I, felt, I felt bad because I had to bring it up in the chat and then Jordan was just like, yeah, okay, cool, man. And then I didn't hear from him for like two days. Was it Sunday that you messaged me? Was it Sunday? No, no, it was um, Saturday, maybe. Saturday, yeah, the group it was chat. Saturday, sure, yeah. I've not heard from you what for a couple of days. Oh, was it my mum and dad's? I was upset. Nah, but I was, I was thinking it as well. It was funny. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about it as well. I was just like, when I was listening back, I was like, oh man, somebody's going to bring that up because it was hellish. Yeah. But I, was, I was like, <laughs> but I'm okay now. Good. But I'm staying at a semi-safe distance away from the microphone just in case. What, why? So your cold's gone. Did you take anything for it? Nah, just no. No. Big old glass of hard enough fuck up. My <laughs> my folks are over. Um, I had to pick them up on on Sunday morning, and they, every time they come over, they bring over these ester C pills. They're like uh, vitamin C tablets, good for your immune system. I was gonna bring you a couple just to make sure that to break you up. They're huge though. They're like fucking they like a little. Uh, I don't even know what's like that big. Like a lozenge. Yeah, they're like, and you just gotta swallow them down. I was drinking it with my coffee this morning, and I was like, <laughs> I blame it on all the public transport I had to take in March. 
because like when I was travelling from work, I'd been around people. Energies. Yeah. Ugh, germs. People are full of germs. I they don't are like people. Anyway, uh, so what have we got now, Mikey Dots? I seen you filled it up. Not really. Well, do you want to do sports? Sports. Let's <laughs> get. <laughs> <laughs> It was going to be a quick sports tonight, boys. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I yeah, thought it was going to be straight into that. All right, Jordan. Get it up. First of all, Mama Pats, what was it like? I, I assume Papa Pats is a Celtic supporter as yeah. well. Yes. What's it like? Are you a Celtic supporter? Also? I am. You are? Okay, all right. Not as much as I used to be. When Henrik left, I kind of lost my way. King Larson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. King of Kings. Kings. favorite of yours. Oh, absolutely. Who, who's your favorite uh, like Celtic player of all time? You Henrik. probably said this. Is Henrik, it really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was the peak. So he joined in 97. Mm-hmm. So I would have been eight by that mm. point. So that was like, you know, when you kind of start actually paying attention to sports. Yeah. You know, before that, it's kind of just background because you can't sit still for that long. <laughs> yeah. So like he was the, the first, so that was right through my peak years. He was there from 97 to 2004. Okay. So that was from when I was eight to when I was 15. So he was like my idol growing up. And then I always used to play as a striker as well. Mm. I was never that good, but I, <laughs> but like he was like, I remember I cried when he left. Me too. And then Aww. I was I was actually I was at the game Celtic played Barcelona in the Champions League and he'd signed for Barcelona. Alright. And he scored against Celtic. And I was behind he the goal. He didn't celebrate. He didn't celebrate, no, but I remember because he got the ball played through him and I was behind the corner. I was like, Okay, look at this. And he like <laughs> just dinked it past Rap Douglas eh? and he just stood there looking like he wanted to start greeting. And I did start greeting. It Aww. was horrible, man. Yeah. But he was my guy. So he was my dude. So we talk about uh, so the game. Let's talk about the game. Did anyone watch it? Just me? No, I watched it. Did you? Uh, no, I didn't yeah, watch it. By the time it. I got to work, it was it was already off. So It was... Celtic should have buried it in the first half, man. I will, I will talk about the Buffalo. Mm-hmm. 20 million my hole. Who's the... Bu- is that Morelos? Morelos. Yeah. They're Rangers fans. like a Buffalo. Yeah. Ah, but Rangers fans are talking that he's worth 20 million. He's got six red cards this season. Five he's got. Five red cards this season. If he was a team on his own in the SPL, I think he'd have the second most red cards. Yeah. <laughs> and in comparison, do you know how many red cards Scott Brown's had over the last five years? How many? Two. And one of them got rescinded to a yellow. Mm. How many uh, old firm goals has Morelos he's got? He's not an asshole, though. Nah, look, <laughs> look, he plays the game he's meant to go. He went out there knowing that Morelos is a, a, a nutter, and he was going to be getting watched as well after the last old firm game when he got away with absolute murder. Scott Brown played him like a fiddle. If you're any opposition manager going into a game against Rangers, the first thing you're telling your players, particularly your centre backs, is nip Noise away, him up. N- nip away at him. Yeah. You know, and that's what goes on in pro football. That you don't see is these guys are all jostling for the ball. They're all standing there nipping each yeah. other. If you've played any amateur football, you know exactly yourself. As soon as I go on, if I'm playing out front, I'm trying to wind up that defender. Just try to get him annoyed to Cut see if he'll. Heels. Aye, see yeah. if he'll try and give me a bad tackle and I'll win a foul. Mm. Or if I'm in defence, I'm trying to noise up the striker to put him off, gain him cheek, gain him a bit of patter. Scott Brown's on, he, he lives in the heads of those Rangers players, rent free, <laughs> rent free, man. <laughs> Honestly, but anyway, the game itself, I thought, like I say, I think my old man made this point to me was that it was almost to the point where it was the same when Celtic played Rangers, Ibrox, and were five 0 up with twenty minutes to go. It almost became they were too complacent, 
and they held on the ball a bit too long. You know what I'm saying, Ian? No. <laughs> I'm not trying to wind you up. I feel like you're looking off at defensive. No, I'm no, not. He looks a bit clueless. Actually. I am. I, I, yeah. <laughs> this is all yours because I didn't watch it and I don't really. Think. What did you think, Andy? Uh, I, I thought that Celtic did exactly what they needed to do to win the game, and they did all the. The little bits of skullduggery, the real shithousery, really, really well. They targeted the Rangers players <laughs> who are could be considered loose cannons. Mm-hmm. The whole what's his name Ryan Kent thing. <sighs> what happened with him? So mm-hmm. Celtic just scored I think the, the second goal. Makes it look really bad, doesn't it? Well, if, he throws if that. He's like that, and you'd like that. Yep. That's it. Oh, looks okay, like so he's that. socked on one. But it's, he lifted his hands to him. Th- the yeah. thing you got to remember that is that his arm. After he's pushed him, as BBC Sport put it, was uh-huh. it a push or a shove or a punch? His fist is still closed. Mm-hmm. You don't push somebody and then close your fist. fist no. <laughs> so he went at him to try and mm-hmm. stick a left jab mm-hmm. on his chin. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's, and that's um, the thing is like, it's. it's I had to laugh at the Rangers fans who started to go fund me <laughs> to pay his transfer fee. Really? And that, <laughs> I tweeted today that there was something that I thought it was pathetic because it seems like Rangers fans <laughs> seem to have come out at. Forget, I saw that. Forgetting, no, really, that their team's no up to scratch. They're all just talking about how great Ryan Kent is because he tried to stick a left hook on somebody. My favourite my favorite thing that i just seen before I came out here <laughs> was uh, Stephen Gerrard's press conference today. What he said? He said... Oh, it's oh, it's oh, it's oh, it's oh, he said something along the lines of... <laughs> I think I've got it here, but... Something along the lines of... Uh, You're smug tonight. We, You're smug. I'm so smug. <laughs> but they make it so easy. Do you know when, like... There's no, like... You know, like, a bit of grace and defeat... Yeah, come out better team one. Stephen Jared come out and said we proved that we were better than the best team in the league for sixty minutes. It doesn't doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. And then I'm saying somebody tweeted a photo of the time and it came up with a stats. So it was sixty minutes on the clock. Celtic ten shots on target. Rangers zero. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I'm not sure what game he was watching. Rangers did well for to be fair, and I will Same give them their due. They went down to 10 men and Stevie Gerrard didn't tell them to sit back and they did go at Celtic and they put up a decent vote. Celtic didn't score the second. Scored a good goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. scored a really good yeah. goal. 2-1. Really yeah. okay. So they, they brought it back level and Celtic didn't get the winner until the 85th minute. So I've got a game as due. They went at Celtic but, do you know what I mean, then, then Celtic had to go down to 10 men because Bayata pulled his hamstring. But it was a lovely day out. I think for me, you know, like, the only team I dislike more than Celtic is Rangers. Rangers, for me, have always been the establishment club. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you, oh, the Rangers are number two for yeah, you. Right. Yeah, my, <laughs> my dad was a Rangers fan. Uh, his dad and his dad before that, I mean, they were Masons as well. Um, so, you know, it's... Apparently so. So my mum says, like, we'll Masons. speak to Mama Mac in a couple of weeks about this in more detail. But I always just think for the Rangers fans, for a, a group of supporters who sing... Nobody likes us and we don't care that they're an awfully sensitive fucking bunch. Oh, they really are. Really, post-2012, they've become oh, yeah, the, so, so I think sensitive, they, man. They had this I, sense I don't get it. It. Yeah. it was because when they found out that no one actually did like them, they really didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> when all the other teams were like, well, do they want you back in the league? They're like, but... But we're the people. <laughs> but I, I, I thought it was... I thought it was fun. I thought it was a fair as... A neutral supporter, I think, on reflection, I think Celtic probably did deserve to win the game, but yeah. Rangers, I think, gave an all right account of themselves, the particularly in the second half. Mm-hmm. In the first half, they were pretty poor. Right. Mm-hmm. But I watched it only because I knew that 
you were probably going to talk about it a lot this week. I'm so trying, I'm trying to, to be as objective as possible, and I just said something positive, positive there as you well. Did. So I'm proud of you. Thank you. Taking on the <laughs> feedback from me. Uh, <laughs> what I want to say though is your your topic in here was Scott Brown sucks. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Why? Why does he suck, Michael? Well, he's on the Bra and list today, so we, do we want to save that for Bra and Okay, we'll see that and for then we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> Even though I, I like your and, and your and your you know your comments about it and how that's part of as long as you do it within the rules of the game, mm-hmm. that's fine. Gotta do it. He he kind of reminds me of Dennis Rodman back in like the the Bulls days, well, you, where kind of like you see it all the time with like D linemen or linebackers or receivers, and they start mouthing off to the guy that's marking them. Yeah, it it takes him out. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I get it. Get him ahead. It's just psychological. I feel like I'm getting put in the Rangers corner here. Yeah. I'm just there you when they win. Yeah. I just want to be there when they win. I don't want to be there when they lose. Hang on, Mike, because I'm going to turn the spotlight on you in just a second because okay. I wanted to add this into sports. All right. Are you a Cleveland Browns fan now? <laughs> because that's the vibe that I'm getting off of Twitter. So that we, you we, we, time out. Time out. We'll we said we were going to talk we'll about give, this we'll now. We'll, okay. give it, we'll, give it, we'll give my mum a wee bit of feedback. So right, okay. Mike's a New York Giants fan. <laughs> right. And this player that they just gave a shit ton of money to last year has now just been traded to... The historically probably the worst team Four. in the NFL, <laughs> the Cleveland Br- Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mike's really upset about it. He was a, he was a, a fans player, but not necessarily a ownerships player. They, he kind of gave them hassle, but the fans loved him. Uh-huh. But he gave the ownership and the and the coaching. And do you think hassle. that's why they punted him then? Oh, th- they said no, but a thousand percent yes. Yeah. yeah. And. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's really sad because he's capable of really, really great yeah. things. Mm-hmm. He really is one so of the a, best he's in his a, He's a receiver, so like when the boy throws the ball, he's he the, catches, the, the catches it. But yeah. some yeah. of his catches are sensational. Uh-huh. He's unbelievable. He, he's, he's like great. the trademark one-handed catch guy. I, I have recently... This is like therapy for me now. Yeah, this is good. I think I need to talk about this. Thank you guys for allowing me this platform to do this. No, I feel like when I woke up and I saw it, on my phone, I was like, "This isn't good." <laughs> and then I was, I was, uh, I was not happy for a couple of days. I was like, "This is terrible. Why, why are they doing this?" I've, I've moved on now. The, the Giants are not the team who we, I thought they were going to be this year, and that's fine. But the Browns, the reason, the tweets that you're talking about where they had a video of uh, Odell Beckham and now his his best his bestie that he plays for the Browns with now and they had a video about how how they went to high school together and the college together and then they got separated when they got to the NFL and now they're playing about together and I'm like all right let's win some games first and then we I'm happy for the Browns to win I'm happy Which for them to win What do you mean let's You're not a Browns fan no, so you can't I'm, no, I'm, I'm talking about them I'm talking about them <laughs> Go win some games and then I'm ha- you said they were historically bad it came from you Go win some games, and then we can we can start making videos, sentimental videos, where tears are coming down people's faces, and do all that. Fair I'm enough. happy for them to. I don't care. Do you think you'll help? Do, do you think him? Thousand percent. <laughs> That's what kind of hurts. Yeah, because yeah. I know he will. Because they have such a great team, but go win first. Get a couple of games under your belt, and then we'll. Great we'll, team on paper, though. Great team on paper, exactly. Yeah, we know paper. what happens to those. They lose to New England very early, yeah. and then that's the end of it. And they've got a pretty mean-looking offense, but it's the defense is that win you the championships. Defense, and it's the defense is also great, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Mate, but I kind of wait for the NFL season to start. Me too. <laughs> just I, see what I'm happens. excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I was just more upset about people giving me shit for him being traded, and every, I think everyone felt too bad to give me shit. They're like, they're like, ooh, Mike, your team's not looking too good. I'm like, oh, man. I was expecting the abuse. I didn't even get it. Just Damn. breaking the baby. People are just coming up and giving you a cuddle. Yeah. Just asking if you're okay. You're all right, hon. You're all right, man. Yeah, I'm fine. PM me. 
I actually put my Victor Cruz jersey on eBay the other day, too. I was like, no, I've had it with this team. I've had it with them. <laughs> Getting all this blue out of my life. <laughs> nah, but uh, I mean, it happens. Teams, oh, my voice cracked there, so you know I'm upset. No, nah, it happens. Teams get dismantled. We're in a rebuilding phase. And that's uh, what it is. I felt we're in the, we're as in the well, same man. phase as the I Rangers felt, now. I felt betrayed as well, man. Did I, you? I feel you when, when Froggers left. Froggers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, this is what I get for giving you so much shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, this is what happened. Was it not a couple of days later? <laughs> Froggers left, Mike's like, way. That was what I was thinking, too. To <laughs> that's why I was like, fuck, man. I want to talk about this. But and we left it alone that week for almost two weeks. Yeah, no. Now it's come home to roost. It's yes. okay, man. But we've got one more sports topic we've been sitting on for a while as well. Yes. Uh, Conor McGregor. Ooh. We're a little bit behind the times with this one, oh, but yes. Conor Mack yeah. retired. Oh, did he? Yeah, just oh, out of nowhere, just because there was so there was rumours of him having a fight against a guy called Cowboy Cerrone, um, and then apparently that fell through because they want. Well, UFC said they want. Well, the, the stories that came out were that they wanted them to co-main event the thing, so not be the top dog. Mm. But he came out and said in a video that was recorded when he was just speaking to some fans, he goes, "I would have quite happily co-main evented it. However, I would want rights within the company." So rather than just pay me like a fighter, he goes, I'd want a percentage of the company, which it's, it's, a, it's a yeah, weird Yeah, but Michael one. Jordan never got a cut of the NBA. Messi doesn't get a cut of the Spanish ask? league. No, I mean, they, well, they, no, well, we don't know that. That's a fair point. But I think it's they, gave know Mike, they gave Mike, well, they helped give Mike a team afterwards, but that's afterwards. But that's a slippery slope. slope but they start giving as well, he like, shoes though, as well, though, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he didn't need it, really. Did you not see that basketball in America and then football worldwide were already established sports? True. Conor McGregor, I looked at it, it was a, a photo the other day, the, la- the top five pay-per-views of the last ten years. Yeah, he's like four of them. Yeah, he's, he's headlined four of them, then uh, the other one was Ronda Rousey. Yeah, but then what happens when Conor McGregor turns into, uh, who's, what's his name? Who's the, the older guys? Odell are... Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Who are like the older guys that are like like Tito Ortiz, and when he, and he starts like not being as good, do you, do you just give the next guy uh, part well, of the that company? That already that. happened. But, 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 that, but that's sports. When somebody retires, who's the GOAT? Somebody else always comes along. Exactly, right, yeah. 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 What do you think of Conor McGregor, Mama Pats? Do you like him or is he I, a bit brash for you? I, no, I quite like him. I quite, I kind of get what he's doing. He's dead clever. He he's is. a very yeah, he's clever guy. Yeah. yeah. And he's obviously made his money and maybe the whiskey's taken off. Oh, so he's he made a yeah, fortune know, on the uh, world. Of course. But that's the thing is, I think I remember I was listening to uh, an interview with his coach and after he fought Mayweather, his coach is like, that's it. You don't don't fight anymore. He goes, why would you need to? Yeah, why uh-huh. would you risk the head trauma? He goes, you've made money that you can spend in 10 lifetimes. Your great grandkids are set for life. What are you doing? But apparently he wants—he he is a fighter. But I think there's a lot of people who are in the fight game don't like giving. I think it happens with a lot of athletes when they when they're not able to do what they were good at, they struggle. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of them start to slide because of the extracurricular activities going on, the movies and the commercials, the cocaine. And and the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that's going on. It's the, that's the, the struggle's not there anymore, is it? Yeah, yeah. The and motivation to get out of bed and train because yeah. Rocky Three. Well, yeah, exactly. You see, you see guys like LeBron James is a basketball player and he's thirty-three now. Legacy, yeah. Four, but the thing is, he's still so he's again made. He, he's had that much money that he opened up a school, paid for all the tuitions, the uniforms, like literally, it's a completely, school, yeah, yeah un, like, completely. Like he uh, subsidised the whole thing, mm-hmm. and he's still making more money. You still see him. He's putting up videos. He's in the gym every single morning, playing full basketball season. Well, no full basketball season this year. <laughs> I know, but, right? Maybe like, that's a bad one. <laughs> so the, it's the same with guys like Messi and Ronaldo. You see, these guys are still in the gym, still training, still up at five o'clock every morning, 
and they don't have to be. It's a legacy. Yeah. That's what it's mm-hmm. about. It's about leaving that indelible mark on your sport where you are the high point That's of right. it. You mm-hmm. are the, you've raised the bar and it's mm. then up to when you retire, that next generation to come through and look at your be. achievements and targets mm. and go and break. If I even had a hint of ability, I'd be one of these guys you're talking about what could have been. I'd have made my first million and be like, right, here's the advice. I'll date. Yeah, and that's another thing. You like living that lifestyle, and you, yeah. you want to make sure that money comes coming in. He's going to have that money coming in, so that's fine. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to worry about that. I genuinely think, like guys like, that you mentioned, like the Ronaldos and the Michael Jordans and the Kobe Bryant's, they have not something wrong with them, but they have drive that nobody else has. Yeah, and they're, they're like, you know, I am not yeah. going to stop until I can physically no longer do this. Mm-hmm. They reckon it's uh, a form of uh, OCD. And you oh, start definitely. to it starts sense, to yeah. develop it in your sort of uh, sort of nine ten. And then that's when where other kids are going to parties at high school and doing that. You're the one that's sitting playing your musical instrument, or you're the one that's on the basketball mm-hmm. court, or you're the one that's dribbling around Scotland the field till that's why half past ten, eleven o'clock at yeah. night every yeah. fucking night. That's why it's Scotland's not OCD, Scotland's not put a decent professional footballer for a long time because the drunken culture. Mm. I said that, didn't I? That's yeah. why I thought, I wonder how many great players we've lost to partying in the gear. <laughs> no, I, no I, I know, I know at least yeah, five, I don't know them, like, I don't know them like, as close friends, but I know at least five or six people to say hello to that at school were on the books of clubs, mm-hmm. and then by the time they hit 18 were paint on decorators. No, that's obviously that's not a, yeah, a, a sure thing, not but at the same time, like, they could have been mm-hmm. playing professionally. And then you see these boys now as well, they rock up on the Army football p- pitch on a Saturday afternoon, and you can tell they're better, but they've got a wee bit of a belly on them and they're not quite as quick, but they've got the ability above the other boys that are sitting playing. I would say it's the first touch. Aye. First touch. Mm-hmm. Usually where you can spot somebody, even if they're out of shape, wherever you go, he's got a good touch. He can Aye. play a bit, you know yeah. what I mean? I love it, man. See when you see, look at his feet. His when, you're, when you're watching army football and a big guy comes on the pitch, and yeah. this guy's obviously a quite rotund and he's got an absolutely deadly touch, there's nothing better in this world, <laughs> honestly. And then seeing a big laddie absolutely skinning somebody. Yeah, when, I, when that one time I played with you, there was a, there was an older guy that we were playing with, and I was like, God damn, that guy knows what he's fucking doing. Yeah. Um, so what, what, what's the, what's England's excuse then? They they see is it just the amount of people that they have there? I think when it, compared to Scotland. Yeah, well, the thing is as well. I, well, I think um, we had this conversation with your dad, didn't we? And mm. were you there? Maybe My not. Maybe no. no. <laughs> it's to do. With, it's it's to do with um, immigration. Okay. And. Um, you know, people coming from other countries struggled, have come to Britain for a better life. Mm-hmm. So they need to, they want to get further on than the people that are already here. Yeah. I think that comes and... and um, so the Im- like immigrants are uh, coming as far north as Scotland, do you mean? Yes, uh-huh. okay, like, gotcha. the we- like the West Indians when they, in the six, 50s and 60s when the West Indians came across. Yeah. Uh, so they, you know, they, they had, they came across for a better life. Yeah, and so there's so, always a, you're always looking to better yourselves. I think you know, and and the same with the Asian population as well. They're all up and coming too. You know, they maybe the didn't right. have as much. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've got the drive that we you, don't. You have. see that guys like guys like Raheem Sterling. He's of Jamaican descent, I think. Is yeah. he? Yeah, I think his I think his mum's Jamaican, mm-hmm, so he's mm-hmm. like second generation. Yeah, but uh, plays for England. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then as well as that, you see, Mike, the money's just more down there. The technology yeah, and the opportunities. The you know what I mean? The, uh, but yeah. that it can't just be about money, though. It no, can't but not be. so much about money, but like they have, they can. There's more investment down there. Hmm. And a lot of different areas. Maybe not obviously. In but I, I think as well that there's a lot of um, there's a lot more um, competition, poverty 
mm. in mm-hmm. areas as well. Mm. You know, because it's a, just because it's a bigger country. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. Remember, there's 60 million people live in England. There's about 5.8 million people no, live in Scotland. So, I mean, they've yeah. got 10 times the, mm-hmm. the size of pool to pick from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there are all sorts of other economic and social factors that then play a part in that as well, mm-hmm. potentially. So, you know, as, as you know, your mum's saying, it's like, you know, you have got more kids coming through our second generation who maybe don't have a lot here compared to like ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then that gives them that extra drive, that extra determination to work harder. I don't well, know whether it necessarily makes them a better player. I think down in England as well, you've got more competition. And yeah. ultimately, yeah, more competition raises the bar. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why, you know, you look at the American college sports system. Mm. You know, generally the ones that are making it to the professional sports they are the best of the best mm. yeah. and you don't get there by half arson it or being just okay at a sport mm-hmm. yeah. you've got to be in as it, ruthless what, 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 do we not talk about this <laughs> same thing but I didn't know if my, I, I don't know if you're into, are you into baseball um, I'll watch it <laughs> but I'm not I won't like the season's so, so long it's 162 games so it's like oh wow I don't have I like watching the highlights on my Instagram time. like big catches yeah. or big hits but other than that I couldn't tell you anything about yeah. it I like the fails and like the fights in baseball. Yeah, when baseball fights. Like, throw the mad at the umpire yeah, yeah, yeah. and that. The guy's like, get out of here. Throws his hat in the ground. How can you tell if that person's trying to throw the ball at your face or if he's just aiming for the bat? I mean... Uh, well, like... If let's say somebody gets hit with a pitch, like it's customary, if they feel that it's on purpose, it's customary for the other team's pitcher to throw at somebody else when they're up to bat. So sometimes they'll throw the ball behind someone. There's, like these guys have been playing for so long. If they throw the ball behind them, then they know that they're trying to hit them. Yeah. So, so that's how you know. If it's coming for your head, occasionally sometimes it'll slip if they're pitching. If, mm. You know, there was no beef before. Sometimes it'll slip and it'll go over their head or do something. Mm. But um, most I, of the time, you, I've you seen know one where the guy had obviously thrown his third one, and the, the guy in the bat was just like, "You, you dick!" Flung <laughs> the bat and whipped his helmet off and just sprinted at the mound. Anyway, <laughs> quick tangent, but um, I so. The percentage of college athletes, college football is they play for a certain amount of unpaid at these colleges. Well, the mm-hmm. colleges earn millions, millions of like so. Like, this, they have stadium pretty much the size of Celtic Park for these what are effectively non professional football players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like some well, coll- they get an education, yeah, they get a free education, right? Okay, but yeah. some college, uh, some colleges have got bigger support than like professional teams. Like the towns and that, so, but then only a small percentage of that's how many teams is there in the NFL? Is it thirty odd teams? Thirty two. And there's triple that in college teams. Yeah, well, there's a lot more Division One schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you get Division Two and Division Three schools. There's a bunch, a bunch of college. So like, yeah, yeah, once once they've played their time at college, they can declare themselves for the draft, which is where they can get picked by the big teams. You were speaking about this the we're, other week. We were, were talking you? about a basketball draft. Yeah, it's the same is thing it in the American same sports. Sort of, right, sorry. Yeah. yeah, but only a certain percentage of these athletes. So they, these people might be unbelievable college football players. They will just not make it in the NFL. Mm. Yeah. So mm. I wonder what the percentage of people that actually qualify is. I'm gonna I that remember out. I pulled that stat up. It would have been off like about forty episodes ago, but I remember talking <laughs> yeah. about this and I gave you guys the stat because we did it at your house, Mike. Yeah, I remember that. And I gave you the stat, whatever it was, for the percentage that make it to college football from high school, but then the percentage that then make it to the pro leagues uh-huh. afterwards. It's it's Tiny. so small. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, ridiculous. I mean, your chances of getting through are... So, high school senior players who go on to play NCAA men's football is about 1 in 17, or 5.8%. That's the one. And NCAA senior players drafted by an NFL team, about 1 in 50, or 2%. Wow. So, about... 
So high school scene, so from high school to the NFL, it's about nine and ten thousand. So the, the crazy. How many of those players like actually have a decent career and aren't just like one and so done? Or type of guys, just like yeah. a one contract and done. Or? And that's the crazy thing. When you actually think about it in this country with say football or soccer, if you want, right? Um, that because you don't have that uh, collegiate sports system, mm-hmm. then if you're good enough, you're old enough. You can have guys who are coming through your youth teams, and if he's good enough to play in the first team at 16, I know. Anyone that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 A, lot, yeah. so a girl, that, a woman that Megan works with, her nephew plays for Inverness Cal, and he's 16, and he's played a couple of times this season for the for the professionals. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you know what I mean? 16 years old, like, and it's, it's a good learning curve for these boys because, like, and you see a lot of a lot of junior players going if they're not if they're younger players and they're in juniors they'll get told to go and play a season at army football mm-hmm. just so they can harden themselves up mm-hmm. because it's obviously it's a tougher slog. You've got to be what? careful though, mm-hmm. because imagine uh, something bad happens. You know, the, mm-hmm. I don't know, but the abuse that they can take. You know, that's got them. that's yeah. got see, they've got to be strong but mentally. But a, lot I think. Of, but a lot of older players. Um, retired. I was listening to that um, Keep the Ball on the Ground podcast with Simon Ferry, the William Hill one. Yeah, yeah. Really good Scottish football podcast. And you know, a lot of the guys that have come through and said that it shapes them because mm-hmm. when they're younger, there doesn't much happen now, but the youth team players would have to clean the older That's players' right, boots. Right. They'd basically be apprentices. Oh, to mm-hmm. the, to I agree with that. They'd, yeah, good, yeah. they'd be apprentices. Uh, yeah. They'd be pretty much bitches. Just, do you know what I mean? But that's how, that's how that's they... That's good. But mm-hmm. then you see the players now, as soon as they're 18, they get their first paycheck, they're cutting about with their uh, Dolce & Gabbana wash bag. And their these, yeah, some of these, you, you've got to remember, some of these kids, you know, at 17, who are playing for Man City, mm-hmm. look at that Phil Foden. Now, he's getting a few appearances in the first team, but he's probably on about 40 grand a week. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that's what I'm saying. It's £1,000 £1, a week. At 17 crazy but then you've got the boys in the youth team they might be on a youth team contract at Chelsea of three and a half thousand pound a week yeah that's a lot of money 14 grand it's a bit of humility getting taught to the boys a lot of the the guys now especially Scottish pros say that shapes how you play Mm. because the older boys will give you some amount of stick but it's nothing compared to what you're going to get for the opposing players when you go on the pitch if you're good enough you're old enough Mm. that's the way I see it if Mm. you're good enough to play and you're good enough you know upstairs Mm -hmm. you know between Mm. your ears then you're good enough to go out. Well, that's, that's one and, thing. And you shouldn't be focusing on the crowd anyway. You should be focused on your game, focused on your teammates, focused on what's going on in the pitch. No, mm. with some. Well, yeah, but that's easier. Easier. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but it is at that age. That's yeah. yeah. You're talking yeah. about Morales who couldn't keep his hands off someone. <laughs> Imagine the 16 year old kid getting at, like, shit from boys like Ke- boys of- like Kieran Tierney. He's a prime example. He's doesn't he drink, doesn't he go drinking even now, and that's why he's come right through from the youth team right up to the full team. But that's. What we were speaking yeah. about earlier—that's that dedication, mm. isn't it? That's that drive. But then you have boys like yeah. just, they say, folks, but he was also good enough. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Morelos is twenty year old, but still, that's a lot to learn. Do you know what I mean, people are like, ah, he was getting wound up by Scott Brown. I was like, but that's something you've got to learn because, especially if you've yeah. got if you've got a hot head, you're the one that's getting sent off. Do you know what I mean? So you can't yeah, let that cool. red rag yeah. come over. You like, mm-hmm. I've seen it. I only ever seen it once on an American football pitch. I've only ever seen one guy get ejected, and yeah. he head butted. Uh, one of the running backs, like once the play had stopped, and the running, guys. yeah, it was a oh. uh, Liam Thompson. Was it Thompson? I don't know if you played with him. Okay, but uh, he's just the play went off, and the guy stuck the in him, and Liam just went, "What the fuck you did that for? That's you off the pitch now." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just start clapping. Yeah. Just like, oh, well, 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 sunshine, <laughs> but uh, aye. That was a good long sports. sports. Straight into it. Rachel's <laughs> gonna hate that. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel. Hope you're still with us, Rachel. <laughs> right, what else we got? We got some. Um... You can't have no sniffling and a short sports. You got. You got to have one or the other. You I know. know. Well, she's <laughs> taking a pick. Ah, exactly. I. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I've seen there's been quite a few good ones here, Mike. I've been reading through. I love reading through your uh, <laughs> reading through your um, the things you throw in. Because uh, I'm always just excited to find what, out. What do you got? <laughs> Talk me through my shite Glaswegian accent, oh, Mike. Okay, yeah, I can. So I, I, I almost caused the first fight I think between Connie and I, <laughs> just because I, I've been working on just like a Glaswegian accent that, uh, and I've just been saying shit around the house. Have you just been standing in the mirror like practicing? No, I just say it around the house. But then she stopped me the other day. She was like, "Why do you keep doing that?" And I was like, "Sorry." <laughs> so I sent her a voice note today, like just doing it. But it's like certain words that I say, and maybe it'll maybe it'll morph into a character on the show one day. <laughs> Who knows? But the word is Saturday, so it's Saturday. Saturday. And so I sent her a voice note today, but it was. Today is Saturday. Tomorrow is Sunday. After that, it's Monday. That's not <laughs> bad. That's good. That's not bad actually. It's all right. That's <laughs> better than some of your actual. Better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, <laughs> there we it's, go. It's a little bit sinister for, for some reason though. I don't know why. It, it's like that. Who's the comedian? The Glaswegian comedian. What's his name? Kevin Frank Bridges. Royal? Kevin Bridges. Kevin. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. I don't know where I. Sunday. like that, Mike. So just picture me just like strutting around the house shirtless. Probably had some whiskey or something. And uh, saying Saturday, Saturday, and Connie's like, shut up, shut it's up. <laughs> I can see how that might get a bit tiresome after a while. Yeah, yeah. So she wasn't, she wasn't happy about that. I don't know. I've like, I've, I've taken on one of my dad's traits of just bursting into song at random phrases, yeah. and that used to drive me mental when dad did it, and now I do it, <laughs> and like, I can't help myself. He does it in the morning as well. He wakes up and he says, what song's in your head? This is in my head. And he puts it in my head. So I have a perfectly good song in my head and he puts his song in my head. Earworm, you call it, isn't it? Earworm. What's Papa Pat's been singing recently, do you know? Oh, God, what was it? It was a um, Take That song. <laughs> no, it was not. He's going to listen to this and be like, what? Papa Pats loves Take That, man. I love Take That. Danny, man, Papa Pats came in proud as punch with his new handbag he got for his birthday. Handbag, man bag. Loves a man, man bag. bag. Man oh. bag. Man oh. Please explain more. Papa Pat's <laughs> loves his man bag, but it's not like like your one, Andy. Can like the proper over the so- shoulder. That's a laptop bag. Right, well, it's not like that. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. But his is like a proper. It's not. It's like like a pouch. Right, a it's mercy. a pouch. Well, it's right. a bag like that. Right, it's a handbag. Lots of, aye. What's well, a wee thin strap that goes? <laughs> yeah. Aye. Well, it's over the. It's shiver. like the, the web sh- web kite. Do the shoes match it, or is it? Oh uh, man! Yeah. <laughs> so is it uh, just for traveling, or is it just just as his, his day to day? Oh, right. cool! He loves what's, it. What's he keeping in it? <laughs> Keeps his wallet in it. Cigars. His cigars. His lighter. Can I just make it clear? I'm cool with this. I didn't know that was cool to do. I, I'm so cool with carrying a bag. It's cool to do if you're six foot two and you get called big parts by everyone. Uh. In pair of pair. Like, I'm still, six foot two, but I, I get called big. I see loads of folk with them now. Loads of guys with them now, and I'm sure they're not all gay. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not out the closet gay, but <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but I just didn't get it. No, nah. it was Papa Pat's birthday on uh, Sunday, so happy birthday! Oh, Dad. happy birthday, Papa Pat's! I'm thinking it's maybe not a bad idea because uh, I actually lost my wallet oh. a couple of days. Well, when I say I lost it, I've just not been able to find it. Misplaced. Yeah. Misplaced. But the thing is, I just got a brand new bank card that started on the first of April. Oh. April Fools! Mm. What can I find my wallet? Oh. <laughs> So See maybe it. I'm doing the wee man bag. Stevie Mac, he he comes out with a fanny pack. Oh, that's the other yeah. thing. Yeah. They're, they're, they're big yeah. now. Coming back. Yeah. Man bags now. and 
a kind of cool. People with bum bags, cool. bum bags Aye. strapped across their front. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like see that. Stevie Max always cut that's, out. That's with folk who just been who just got woken up by Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all so woke now. They're wearing bum bags. Woke up. A bum bag goes around your waist. I don't know about like the over the shoulder job. I think they're starting to put it like that now. Yeah, that's, that's the thing the, now. I, just buy when one we with a massive waist on it. I've seen like bum bags that with like hairy like navels around them because you're supposed to wear them around your like oh your front. God. Right. So that, that's those. merch. Monkey sword fight bum bags. Who's want one? We'll get Mike's navel on there. There we go. <laughs> no, thank you. Reevy, can you make bum bags? Let us know. Speaking of Reevy, the shirts are selling like hotcakes. What, 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 do hotcakes sell that that well? That that's been the saying for so long. I don't know. I, don't I, don't know. Know. I assume hotcakes are pancakes. Yeah. I don't know. No. I imagine maybe that was something during like the depression. It was oh, just okay. hot, stodgy food that people needed or they'd die. All right. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, T-shirts flying off the shelves. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why you're looking at me. I'm not that old. I didn't look at <laughs> Just looking around the room. <laughs> I think... Take it outside, aggro. I think, because uh, I've got a wee box. I think I've got about five left. I think, I think we'll just give you one away tonight to our Patreon subscribers. Why the fuck oh. not? Oh. Right, well, what we'll do... Yeah, I think we should. Right, what, Just a wee thank you. Let's, let's do it right now, right? What we'll do is, we've got nine, so Mama Pats is going to pick a number between one and nine, okay. and that lucky person is going to get a free T-shirt. I'm going to insert a drum roll here. Number five. <gasps> Big Stosh! Hey! Fuck, he was wanting to buy one, he's not paid me for it. Yeah, fair enough. Stosh, Stosh wins. Five. Number five. Yes, One, number two, five. three, four, five. Stosh wins a free Monkey Sword Fight t shirt. Oh, way. Insert hey. applause here. There you go. Sorry, just go off on a tangent, but yeah. That's so we've right. got uh, four left for sale. They're all XLs, but if anybody wants a size other than an XL, please send us a message. We'll get it ordered up and it'll be we'll with you, you ASAP. Mama Pats wants you don't need to pay for it in advance. We'll do it on Tick. Tick till Friday. On Tick. On the on. Gyro. <laughs> well I'm done, Stosh. <laughs> so that Andy, was bro. Andy's going to send the, the, the heavies around if you don't pay him on time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was bra. You know what else is bra? Is bra or no, bra? <laughs> <laughs> Boosh. Right. Hiya. We had one from last week. Do you mind being on camera? Michael, no, Facebook no, Live. You okay? okay. Right. I asked him to Facebook Live in a while. Actually. I know. Yeah, I just got new data today. That's why <laughs> <laughs> I had to re up my data. <laughs> Uh, we had one from Jay West, Big Jay West. Up, Jay? Uh, he's another guy that can wear whatever he wants to get away with it because he is a large man. Terrifying. <laughs> um, bro, no, Dungeons and Dragons, the tabletop RPG game. Dungeons and Dragons, bra or no? I have always wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons. Really? I like. I haven't. A couple of boys, <laughs> a couple of boys that work in my office down south, they play it, and like it might be crap. I think it'd be a great laugh. Certainly, my couple of your boys. Get the beers in. I think it's supposed to be quite serious, so I don't think it's supposed ah, to be a laugh. Me too. Turn, I love turn-based strategy, but because I don't like fantasy stuff, I don't play Dungeons mm. & Dragons. Shit like I play Civilization VI, ah. which is very similar, turn-based strategy, all that, but... I'd yeah. like to get a bash, but like I don't know, I don't know anyone who does it, apart from the, there's the wee comic book Warhammer shop uh, just off South Street, 
And sometimes I like to make Megan stand by the window and just watch them freeze. <laughs> <laughs> There's a woman at the window. What do we do? Oh my god! <laughs> I keep thinking I was like, I'm just going to send you in there one day, and I'm just going to walk. Don't send her in there. She won't come out. <laughs> Tie her up in the basement. She'll be able to walk out whatever she wants because nobody will make eye contact. <laughs> there is a podcast called Committee Quest, which is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I've never listened to. Well, I have listened to it, but only two episodes because on both episodes they used all my music in the episodes I was oh, like call yourself but yeah I'm not uh, a fan of Dungeons and Dragons like that fantasy stuff but turn-based strategy yeah. well, see, I'm going to see Brawl man because folk, folk oh, yeah. like oh, oh, just taking yeah. a turn yeah. I love, yeah. I love, I love playing Risk man I've got Lord of the Rings Risk that's a great laugh but uh, I, no, I'm going to say Brawl as well yeah but all Bro. Bro, for me. I'm like, gonna say no. I don't oh, think shit. that it's uh, sorry. I, I didn't think this was gonna go this way. This is weird. It's all right. It's in the brawl of fame. Okay, anyway. brawl it's in the brawl of fame. All right. Sound right. I'm gonna pass. Did you say you like that? Yeah. I give it a go. Okay, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stevie Max up next. Oi, oi. Stevie Max, strawberry daiquiris. Bro. Bro. Bra all the way around. Bra. Nobody's gonna say no to that, right? Well, Love a well, strawberry daiquiri. Mama Pat's was wondering what there was to drink in the studio. I says there's usually booze down there. <laughs> you want a shot? There's something over there. Oh, where is it? You're not you're, oh, I bought no. tea. I put well, I bought a flask with hot water in it. Oh, oh. Give me a couple um, if you want, Mum. I will do. <laughs> there are clean cups outside. Uh, I'm now, gonna, I bought a cup as well. <laughs> we finished the body a uh, couple of nights ago. Oh, I was Friday, promised maybe. drink. I didn't say promise, yeah. I said there's usually booze here. No, 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 I think there's a Malibu outside. Yeah. I will say a quick tangent. So I went to uh, went up to the Abbey, the Abbots for to watch the second half of the Celtic game. Uh, met my dad and my mum was showing up. They were going to Glasgow for a night. And my mum walked in with a bag. I was like, what's in this? Because it's my drinks for the train. Six tins of lager and a full bottle of Havana Club for an hour journey yeah. to Glasgow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's bro. You tell me Papa Pat's likes a scoop anyway. Aye. That's Pat's what like a wee scoop as well, aye. Wee scoop. What's your, what's your drink of choice? It's Bacardi and Havana Club. Bacardi, okay. Not or, together. Or tequila on the rocks. Oh, love tequila. Like a bit of tequila. What's tequila? Just, uh, just the one... Any? Just any. I do, I'm not that. See, I, just, I, mean, I, of it, I feel yeah. my, my love of the drink, the reason for that is becoming evident. Just <laughs> <laughs> the creature. Rachel says, a woman after my own heart. Oh. Oh, hi, Rachel. <laughs> we saw, hi. That's two, Rachel. So we, when we were in, uh, I was going to say Mexico, but we were in Glasgow, we had a coconut, or there was a coconut tequila bottle on the table. Oh. And I was like, I've never tried that. I think so, I would like to try it. I think that would be dangerous. I think it would be very mm-hmm. dangerous. Yeah. I can't drink tequila. I think I'd end up spewing somewhere. It does give me a really sore head, but it's I, good fun. I've not been able to drink tequila. I've told this story before since me and my pal had a competition to see who could drink the most tequilas in an hour. Nobody won in that situation. Nobody wins. I drank There's the most, no but no one won that. <laughs> uh, so is that a resounding bra for the daiquiris? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Banging. Gaza Monroe says, get Mama Pats on the Bud Lights. Sure, Mike's got a few lying around. Hashtag <laughs> Blue Steel. What's happening, Blue Steel? You know what was funny? I saw it when I was uh, when we at work at the, at the place that shall not be mentioned. I saw it. Mean, there's like this glass cubicle in the link building in the middle building and uh, I guess that's where people who walk in come in and then you can help them out mm. and Gary was sitting in there and I walked by like three times trying to get his eye contact like hey Gary I just wanted to, 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 to press myself up against the glass like ah oh, Gary but I didn't want to get him in trouble <laughs> <laughs> he's a local legend Gary uh, anyway right next one up is um, well, this is there's not so much a bra no but Mark Miller's went full circle this week okay and right. uh, Mark Miller last week, uh, he is a, a car salesman. Oh, is this com- the guy for the... Is he now with... 
it's okay. And they wouldn't hear it, but I. But um, he had a, a arse of a customer last week, so he's now put up sound customers that bring you gifts. That's pure bra. Oh, it sounds like folk that come on this podcast. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mama, Mama Paz has bought some chocolate bombs for us this week. Chocolate bombs? Yeah, just so you know, don't come on the show without bringing us something. We'll be munching those out. Oh, she's about to get them open. Okay, oh, get them yeah. open. <laughs> show the people. Show yeah. the people. Can I say, because Jordan brought those just a couple of weeks ago, and I don't really like marshmallows. And then when I ate those, I was like, I like marshmallows now. <laughs> and I also have marshmallows. I'm going to tell a story in a bit, but right. marshmallow story, remind me about that. Right, okay, so I'm just going to say, that's bra. Sound customer, sound bra. Everyone yeah. in? Of course, yeah. that's bra. Uh, next one's here at Hot Rod. Um, shout out to Hot Rod. These bush hat things, bra or no? It's <laughs> a no from me. I'll put we'll, the picture up on the. Yeah, we'll, we'll post a picture on the Facebook page as well for people who are just listening and not on the Facebook Live. Just I've now. got one of them. Do you? <laughs> I do. So, Actually, look. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. It's a bra. It's a bra me. from Mama Pat's. Absolutely. See if you can pull it off. Go for it. That's that's what I wrote on there. I was like, it takes a special kind of man or woman to pull that off. So yeah, if you can pull it off, go for it. Why not? Yeah. Dive in. I don't think that hat should be allowed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, 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 hang on. Here we are. I don't think you should be allowed to wear that hat unless you're cutting about in the jungle. Okay. I didn't want to see you cutting about doing on the high street like in that. Was it, is it all right at Rewind then? Festivals. Yeah, festival. Yeah. It's a kind of festival. I think it looks like you're in the woods and. Aye. Yeah, it's water. Yeah, absolutely. It's leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much did this run you? I think I got it at the bike show and the motorbike show a couple mean? of years ago. It's about twenty quid or something like that. Wasn't oh, it? Wasn't deer? I may get one. I'm a hat guy. That's not called a deer stalker. It's not for you. Is no. that not a deer stalker? No, no that that's like a, a step sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, crocodile then here. Oh. We'll definitely put a picture on the Facebook page. It's already on there, but we'll put a bigger one on there. Maybe so uh, yeah, so I will just see the caveat to this is uh, I'm going to say bra, but uh, Roddy Bader. So Mike Dots, but only a special kind of man can pull this off. And Hot Rod replied and said, yes. And if you're not a cowboy slash farmer, you're getting ripped. Oh. <laughs> not my mother, Hot Rod. <laughs> Sound as fuck. Next <laughs> uh, one up was Billy Morrison. Shout out to Billy. Hey, Billy. This is a good one. Uh, buses to travel long distance, i.e. Dundee to London. Price says bra, comfort says no. Billy, mm. that's that's my debate every day. Price says no, <laughs> comfort yeah. or something says no. It's, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? Uh, uh, it's yeah. a long journey. See, like. I reckon it would ruin, uh, that would ruin my entire trip to London because my back would be in absolute pieces. Yeah, but then you've got to think of it this way: if you were say to fly from Edinburgh to London, you're going to have to drive to Edinburgh, which is going to take you about an hour and a bit to get to the airport. And you need to be there about an hour before your flight. At least an hour. So you might as well add an hour and a half, couple hours. So that's three Absolutely. hours, plus all your pissing about, then flying, then arriving. I mean, you could be looking at five and a half hours mm-hmm. by we'll the time you're arriving. Yep. So a train, uh, the bus is what, like 11 hours? And then hours? you've got to get from You'll the airport it. to wherever you're going. I, I, yes. I travel quite a bit on my work now, and I flew down a couple of times, and I've now started getting the train, mostly because my work spring for first class, can you sell? Nice. But... Yeah. Uh, you only save yourself about an hour door to door by flying. I used to go down to London and uh, when Paul was we, me and him used to go down, we'd, we were going somewhere else, but we'd have to go to London to get to wherever we were going. And that's like, I couldn't afford to do anything else. That was what I did. Yeah. I've done the train and I've done flights from where I used to live down there. And I have to say, like doing the trains, probably better. I used to do a sleeper. Ah. Mm. See, awesome. I, I prefer the trains now because it's just oh, comfy. You can but get you can up, get up for and a stroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can sit down comfortably. You're no pure like crammed in. I don't know because like, budget airlines and that. I'm, you're a tall guy as well, Andy. It's not the comfiest place in the world to be. No, it's no. not. Mm. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm going to say, come up, bra. I'm, I'm going to say, bra. Uh, yeah, bra, I agree. Came if you can't afford anything money. else, why not? Aye. I've had to choose between that and flying. I bet you've not got the choice. No, no choice. I know, I know. I think, I think I think I would have to say bra just because you can some of them you can get for like a quid mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. on the bus. alright boys Megabus I'm going to say the toilet there's nothing right. I'm going to say no because there was an incident on a bus that I had okay alright uh, not an incident but I wasn't going very far I was only going to Glasgow this is when I first moved to Perth I was going to see some friends in Glasgow and um I had a couple of drinks before I got on the bus. I had to use the bathroom so bad. Went to the bathroom and it just looked like a brown broth was in there. And every time oh. the bus hit a bump, it just swayed uh, left I, right. I was, and it almost went on my sneakers. And I was like, oh, no, I got to get out. I'll I, hold it. I got to hold it. I, uh, I was coming back for the, the Scottish Cup final in 2014 and the train had been cancelled and a bus had been put on. So you had a mega bus full of about 40 drunken guys and ladies Shock. who'd been drinking all day. So as you can imagine, like more and more people started to go to the bathroom. Yeah. But so I, I managed to hold off until about maybe twenty minutes inside the perth. I got to the point where I was like in physical pain, like, I'm gonna have to go. But what none of my pals would tell me was that the flush had wasn't working. Uh-uh. So it was just like a, uh, a sway bowl. Soupy. Yeah, <laughs> piss. So like you say, you're sitting there and terrified the whole time because like one big bump in this road. You're finished. And I'm <laughs> I'm never gonna you're live like, with a ball. Uh. Could have done He's done that before. Done. <laughs> oh, we've all done it before. There's a story here. Do you want to tell her why? It was, he, he it was years ago. They were uh, the kids were we and we were taking. What were we doing? We were going to well, Edinburgh some, Airport. Yeah. <laughs> you got lost. No, we weren't. We were going to the Sea World. In, uh, the SeaWorld is it SeaWorld? No, no, uh, that's not how I remember. I remember we were doing something. And we had to drop somebody off. I think it was dropping someone off at the airport. I think it was maybe Lynette actually. And, and then it was my cousin Lynette going back to England, and there was roadworks. So you know when the bridge was completely shut and it, it was you were stuck in traffic. Yeah. Well, I missed the turn off when we were coming back. I missed the turn off. Oh. So we're stuck in this car and, for and about we were two stuck, hours. And they were Jordan's. I'm God pretty sure I didn't sick. say it like that. Burst it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you probably did. I still say oh, it. I don't feel well. I've got a I've got a Lucas but we'll do it in that. <laughs> well, we've all been but there, then, man. I've been there. It got that stressful. She ended up taking me and my wee sister to see life for her because once we eventually got on the other side, it was the first place you could pull in. So me and you were like, yeah! And Mum was like, <laughs> was that? Was it that? The other time I remember. I've seen my mum that stressed out was the Christmas time. <laughs> so we had, my dad was away with work um, and me and my no, wife. No, he wasn't. He, he was away on a Christmas night. Out. Was a, so we, we pestered my mum to get the Christmas tree up and it was too big and it wouldn't go in the pot and it kept falling over and we eventually managed to get it to fit and then we went out no, we decorated it. We decorated it then. Did we go out and came we back went an hour and came later back. and walked in the living room and this tree's falling over again and my mum just stopped there and went, go up the stairs. <laughs> We're like, do you want a hand? She's like, go up the stairs. <laughs> and you just hear thrashing about when you're like, fuck Christmas! <laughs> Those were the days. Anyway. Blair McGregor is just giving one us, giving uh, brought on the fly. The Middle Island Aldi. Bra, going for a milk, come out with a gazebo. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've touched on this before. Every yes. time it comes up, I'm just really annoyed that Megan won't let me buy a chainsaw. For f- <laughs> but it's down from 75 quid to 50. It's a steal. 
Uh, there's also Adam Linton on the check-in. It says, Dash show, guys. Good to hear Perth, the Perth accent. I get the piss ripped out of me here in Glasgow. So, Fuck Glasgow. <laughs> you saying that a bit? My, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to Saturday, boy. I just did my, uh, my Glaswegian impression. You're going to have to listen to the podcast to hear it, though. <laughs> anyway, moving Wait along. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Bark right straight to Bark. I don't get this one. The nomadic lifestyle. Yeah, that's why I was like, "Are you on tour or something?" I thought he was in the boot. You just want to be a man of the woods. <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> like wi- I like Wi-Fi, so I'm alright. I'd love to do one of those things like where you go off the grid for like a month. Like, yeah. You see these people who just like stopped and then went and built like cabin in the woods and. Mm. Erased our digital footprint and yeah, yeah, just went completely off the grid. I think there was something go like hunting it, for your meat and everything, right? Yeah, self sufficiency, man. You'd love that. I'd love that for a little while too. Yeah, I'll come on. How long do you think you would last though? I, th- I, I would like to do it myself, but how long do you think? I don't know. As, as long as I had something to keep me entertained, I think oh, I'd be all right as long as I had a guitar or something though. Yeah, well, if you had like your music and stuff, if you had like your well, you you'd need to no see Wi-Fi, what, what could you take. That mm. would be the well, that's thing. That's like that Desert Island disc thing. You should do that for the Patreon one time. Mm, your five cool. your five albums you'd have to take on a desert island with you. And then you oh, get okay. your mm-hmm. special item. Mm-hmm. And just rip off that entire premise. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? This whole show's a rip-off or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the nomadic... I saw, yeah, it depends how long for. I'd get bored. I'm, I get antsy. I'm no use by myself. You'd need to have company. I need somebody with me. I'm, I'm no use by myself like, at all. I just, I, I just get restless. I get bored. Yeah. I'm not very entertaining. I don't know if anyone's noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed. I'm really happy doing stuff on on morning. Keep myself entertained. Me for too. Me too. For right. fucking hours, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be happy. Yeah. So bra uh, for well, me. I'm going to say no. It's a bra. A bra for me too. I'll say bra as well. I, I, I like having some. I need my time on my own or I get mm. cranky. Well, see, yeah. I, I don't mind a bit of time on my own, but like I'm talking maybe, like an, maybe an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, better, I'm better now. She knows a boy. <laughs> She does. <laughs> Jane, you'd be all right with no Twitter or that, no social media, mate. Have you know what? The, the, <laughs> did you not do it for a few days? I did did like, you manage? Yeah. Like eight, nine days, yeah. Well done. That's really good. I was struggling, though, but it did. It, it brings peace not looking at that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not having random facts jammed into your head and stupid videos. So, yeah, I, would I like don't know. See, I'm about speed, especially Twitter. Sometimes I scroll through and I read nothing. I'm yeah. scrolling through at that much speed. I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know if it's just a, it's just muscle memory. Like, I'm not even looking at anything. Gotta get those thumbs moving around. <laughs> uh, here we go. Craig McCaffrey. Scott Brown. Well, he's put Scott Brown on Sunday, bro. So let's just go for Scott Brown. Uh, so I made this comparison earlier about to, to Dennis Rodman, and it was cool because I supported the Bulls during that time. So mm. when he was getting knocked over, getting rebounds, and flopping all over the place, and getting technicals, and getting other people getting technicals, I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's because how my team win." But he just seems like an asshole to me. Like but, he just seems like he's just always over celebrating stuff. He's playing up into the crowd. I did think it was funny about how um, somebody somebody went to the police saying, Scott Brown is fucking going to get someone hurt because uh, he's celebrating, he's playing to the crowd. I was like, all right, buddy, take it easy. All That's right. what yeah. Such sense. Oh, I know that. So, so sweet. Sad, man. I said this to my mom earlier. Is that he's the type of guy that you'd kill for him to be on your team. Yes. But if he's on your opposing team, mm-hmm. you cannot stand the very sight of him. Erase Scott Brown and Sergio Ramos. Aye. Yeah, completely just interchangeable. They're oh. just a couple of dicks. Well, Ram- <laughs> They're the kind of boys you want Ramos, on your team. Ramos, Paul Gascoigne, Vinnie Jones, Nacho Novo. 
Do you know what I mean? Take your pick. There's one a team. Mark ev- Mark, every team, every team has had one at one point or another. Absolutely. You have, you have them on. Have a, a ho- tea now. <laughs> tea break. <laughs> a hockey, a hockey team's got a goon. Do you know what I mean? Someone who's specifically True. there to start a row. I don't like him. I'm saying no. <laughs> I have to say, bro, because he played them like a fucking fiddle, mm-hmm. man, right. and that. Listen, the mental aspect of the game is just as important Absolutely. as the physical aspect of the game. It's, Sorry, well, see as well, it it's very rarely you'll see him. You'll see, it's very Brown. rarely, very rarely you see Scott Brown rising to somebody. There was a time though. The thing is, there was he's, a time when he was younger, but he's, that, he's so. matured. How old is he? He's in his 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, walked away I mean he'd doing but that's the difference sorry, <laughs> sorry. Got a milk out? <laughs> yeah, I think that, that that is a fair point you know when Celtic got beaten um, back in November at Ibrox yeah the Rangers players all celebrated and on the pitch quite hard in front of them but there was none of the sort of stramash, if you will, that there was at the end of the game there. Again, like, well, that's, that's, it's three. I feel like I'm it's three. sound like a Celtic supporter here. Far from it. You but do. I just, you're, but I just can't. When, when, you, just, when you actually look at the, disagree No, you see the irony. When you look at the stats, Rangers had three red cards. Okay, we're two, not going into bashing the Rangers again. I'm going to say, Scott Brown is my hero. I love him. Bra. I'm Bra I'm gonna say Bra. Another one on the fly. Mothers on podcast. Bra or not? Nah from Bra. Gavin Patrick. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Uncle God. Gav. Hi, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to say he's Bra just, here. He's so just, Bra he's just jealous. <laughs> What's next up in the list? Um, right, we'll go to. Oh, that's a long one. Uh, Ralph Rogowski. Oh, Ralphie Rogs. Post Malone. Oh. We might have had. Uh, he's oh. all right. He's all right. Yeah. He's a. Is he, would we call him a rapper? Uh, rap, R and B, an R and B singer. Yeah. yeah. Is he American? Yes. He is. Okay. He looks like he needs a wash. Definitely heavy face tattoos. He has one that says "Leave Me Alone" over his left eyebrow. All oh, right. No, no. You people have to show me a photo. People tend to when they see that. Oh, get a photo. Up. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's very clean. No, oh, right. Okay. Um, is that not quite? But, a, uh, is that not like a? A thing about him, people have said that he smells. Yeah, but I think it was made up, but it just kind of went with it. It looks like, if you see him, he looks like he smells. No, he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) He drinks Bud Light, so he's cool with me. Uh Look at that one. I was just really interested in his uh, his musical taste. He looks kind of yeah. like an opera singer or something. Like that. <laughs> he does, <laughs> he does like a little bit, yeah. Kind of like a punky Pavarotti, yeah. yeah. Something like that. What were we saying about his musical taste? Punky Pavarotti. Ooh. Oh, but, boy. Oh. That is a look and a half. Yeah. Can we just get that up there? Oh, boy. He looks he's a bit like my mate Sean Ahmed. <laughs> <laughs> he's he a does. Buzz Lightyear's like him. He looks a wee bit like Sean Lightyear. Oh, the Bud Lightyear. Bud Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, no, I saw an interview with him and he was just talking about, uh, you know, some of the music that he listens to. I was just really surprised that some of the artists he said influenced him. Oh, cool. Guys like Stevie Ray Vaughan and stuff like that. I was like, <gasps> Stevie Ray Vaughan, you listen to that? Post Malone. I was like... He's from Texas, not... I think. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, well, so Stevie Ray Vaughan, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, well, see, he's I, an absolute go, legend. Going, but on, his, going on his music, I've not listened to loads of his music, <laughs> but going on the songs of his that I've heard... I'm going to say bro. I quite like a couple of those songs. Better Now is a really good tune. Very good song. Really yeah. nice song. He had a good Hot Wings episode as well. Oh, hot, was he on that? Wings, oh that's on my wings. list this week, actually. His Hot too. Wings episode was It's a YouTube good. channel where people go and eat um, hot wings with a varying degree of hot sauce. All right, okay. To get to the point where they're like, the Terry Crews went off in well, tears pretty much. Have a one-to-one interview. 
Right. It's quite funny. So, so yeah. people are melting, and the, and the, and the guy was doing and an interview, and it's just like, so we saw that you did this last <laughs> week, and, blah, blah, blah. and everyone's like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm melting. Shaq did one like about a week or two ago. I've not seen it oh, yet. Man, I've, I've seen it. It keeps popping up, but I've not watched it yet. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Broff or Post Malone. Definitely brought He's had probably not his second album, his first album. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, his first album was one of the best albums that year. I think it should have won a Grammy. It was really, really good. So I'm definitely going to I mean, we have to give him a bit more time, but the songs I've heard of late, it's not really up my, my drill, mm. to be honest with you, but I'm maybe I have to get... I'm a rock star, I'm a rock star. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know the one. Um, <laughs> you can the one. You sing can the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not singing it. Uh, I'm going to give him a bra, which yeah. I'm surprised. And I'm surprised, surprised that, actually. I am, that's caught me off guard. The music composition that he sings over, I think that you would like, though. That's why. Uh, yeah, like, his music's listenable. It's not something I would choose to go out and listen to, but I'm giving him a bra because of the backstory of the guy and what yeah. I've seen of him in interviews and that, rather than us. He just seems like a legit sound guy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he looks a bit like the guy that does the advert. You know that um, Go Compare? Oh, the Go Compare. Oh, he does look a bit like Go Compare. <laughs> Did you see when, kind of like um, a couple of months ago, he was in a plane where the landing equipment got screwed up and there were, like, there were concerns about it landing. And before he landed, I guess he turned his phone back on out and he had so many people saying like, good, don't worry. Oh, if, oh only Post Malone's on the plane. Don't worry about it. And he was like, you people are so fucked up. That's <laughs> like, horrible. <laughs> oh, man. No, so is that a bro? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, bro. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Post Malone. Get uh, in there. Last one here from Ian Shepard. Shout out to Ian. What's happening, Ian? Uh, it was really nice. He was buzzing when he got his t shirt last oh. week. Met him in the work. April Fools. No. I don't know if it's an age thing, but it doesn't seem to have the same appeal as it once did. <laughs> Mama Pat, we'll start with you. Yeah. April Fools. Not really. No. no I don't what think what so. age is, is the cutoff? No more April Fools jokes. Uh, I don't know if that was ever really big on it. No. No, because I used to forget. Yeah, I forgot. I don't think I ever did anything to you lot, did I? No, no, I can remember. I seen one on Twitter where Mm. somebody uh, made their kids get up and get ready for school and tell them Ah. that the school had sent out the wrong dates for Easter holidays. Ah. So they got photos of all their bears like half asleep putting on their school ties, and then the video was just like, April Fool, and they were all just like, fuck off, Dad, and just (laughs) warmed them up. Maybe laughed or anything, they were all just absolutely raging. So I'm going to say no. Like I made my thoughts clear on April Fool's <laughs> the other day. Like, I can just cut it out, man. In fact, everything is so fucked up just now that there isn't any story they could have told yesterday that I would have sat there and looked at it and gone, well, that's probably an April Fool's. Oh, actually, it's not. Oh, no, right, okay. Well, well that's mean? depressing. Uh, nah, uh, just, just cut it out, man. It's no funny, it's no big, it's no clever. <laughs> no interested. You acting on mature. What time are you on, Andy Mack? Only an hour and twelve, man. Oh, nice. I'm saying no to. Hate it. No. You ever get hit with like I'm the unpregnant? April Fools. No, I've seen the. I've yeah, seen that's the, not funny, man. Seen, that's, that's, that's not. Funny. It's not nice. Funny, I've, seen, I've seen the April second meme go that when it's April second and she's still pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you see, a lot of people were saying that now that like they don't. They're like, like if you're going to do it, don't do something like that. Yeah, that's good. But the yeah. kids going to school, that's yeah. a good one. Look, man, look, I'm no bother. See, one all in good fun, like, ugh, I'm not that bothered. I'm sceptical enough now that I believe nothing when I read it on the April, 1st of April. Because I'm just like... <laughs> Why do we need a day of trolling people? We live in the internet, social media era. It is 24-7 trolling oh, online. Time. Every exactly. day is April Fool's yeah. Day. Yeah. Somebody's getting trolled hard somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Like... 
Maybe that's what Stevie Gerrard was doing with his interview yesterday. Right, just, uh, right, just <laughs> drop it. Uh, a sports writer. Apologies to the Rangers fans that are listening. <laughs> there are none now. No, I'm sorry. Tell I feel like I've left Orange. Orange. Tell, yeah. tell you what, right, after the next old Jordan put him off, Dan, I tell you. Jordan put him off, listen. Yeah. <laughs> after, he had that feedback like week 19. <laughs> yeah, that was it. He came after, on the show. And after, like, nope. the, after the next old fun, we'll get one of our Rangers fan listeners to come I on. agree, yeah. Yeah, I'm down with that. I thought David was going to come on ages ago. I know, a good, I know a good one. I don't know if he'll come on, but I think it'll be a good it'll be a good sports episode and we should do it when's the next old farm actually uh, probably be tail end of April mid May okay I'll see if I can get him I'll, I'll talk to him because he's a he's a uh, Rangers and Chelsea fans oh, oh so. my oh, well God. Ali was a Ali Mackay was a Rangers fan uh, but yeah, Jordan I, was uh, I wasn't well oh Jordan wasn't there well. mm. I, was, I was actually unwell it's fine it's fine any more Bronos no that's just for that Bronos that was really good week. you did really well that you, when you interviewed the guy because yeah. that was the guy with the heart thing, yes wasn't it? You, yeah. you did really well was I was really re- nervous I really out. enjoyed that it was oh, really good. good your mum liked it she said she was, <laughs> I don't think you could have done that as well as Mike I was like Cheers, Mum. Thanks for that. <laughs> I've been listening to Howard Stern long enough to be able to get stuff like that down. Um, Where else we got? So I, I was going to talk about the school trip that I went yes, on with my please. daughters, if that's all right. Why were you on the school trip as well? Because, it, I, <laughs> trust me, like when you have kids and you go on a school trip <laughs> with them, a 10 minutes of conversation with some of these kids will be worth taking a day off from work. Right, okay. And actually, like, going. It's hysterical. They're, they're like, you sound like Santa Claus. I was like, what? <laughs> Where's that come from? <laughs> so, first of all, I'll go, we'll rewind first. We went to Glen Almond College. Right. So, I remember my older daughter went two years ago. And so, they, they teach you kind of, like, outdoor skills up mm. there or whatever. So, um, we went there and we had to go chop wood and... It's crazy because <laughs> you tell your kids not to play with fire and not to play with knives, and then there was this guy, like, I think his name was Big Chris. He just handed the kids those two things. He was like, all right, look, we're going to start a fire today, kids, and we're going to cut up, whittle some, kni- whittle some uh, wood with knives. So I was like, shit. So now I'm looking after a group of, like, seven-year-old kids with knives. They're, they're, <laughs> he gives them... We had to use these big axe things and they were kind of safe you had to just kind of lift them up and then drop them on the wood to split them you know mm-hmm. what I mean and then we had to get them in the smaller sizes so he gave us knives well he gave us the kid ni- kids knives and he's like put it in the middle and then you have to bang it down with like this big piece of wood like kind of like a hammer Yeah. so now the kids couldn't get it they couldn't get like put force here and then put force here with the wood and then mm. it'll split it so I'm holding one edge of it and they're smashing oh. this thing all over the place and I'm like oh, oh I'm dropping the thing they're hitting my knuckles I'm like ah and they're like, are you okay, Santa? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> So, um, finally we get, <laughs> teaching my kids 10 years to not play with fire, and then that's where they're shoving their hands in fire. So, uh, okay, okay, what were you no, I was just saying, I had something similar when I was doing pumpkins with Riley last Halloween, do you remember? Oh, oh my And the near anxiety attack <laughs> yes. you had when I was like, ah, right, you can cut the top off. And he's like, what? I was like, just look, this is how you, so I showed him how to do it, and then I gave him it, he was just like, <laughs> and he just panicked he was like no but then he went and stood at the other end of the room because <laughs> I've always trust you no, I've always said to him cut away from yourself so obviously if something slips you're not going to hang it in he was just yeah. like I'm going to stand away from you dad and he went and stood at the other end of the room. that's good parenting that he's like you know I'm, what I'm, I'm away. scared the shit out of that boy so uh, in the beginning we were all sitting around a fire that the guy had built and um, they were having like snacks and drinks or whatever and there was just like a big fire pit. And then all the teachers were kind of talking, but I was keeping an eye on the kids and they're throwing wood in there and they just keep getting closer. And these little hands are getting closer to this pit of fire. And I'm oh. like, is someone going to break these kids away or are we just going to burn? <laughs> but then the guy was like, just let them do it. They have to learn. You know, they have to learn that they can't get too close. And all the kids were fine. It was crazy. They were just kind of like, we know that's hot. We're not yeah. going to get too close to it. Because you get to the sense of the kids aren't stupid. No. 
So, like, well, some of them. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, like, <laughs> I was saying this to my mum. We were driving down. It's the most old man thing. There was two kids cycling. They couldn't have been more than maybe 11. Mm. Neither of them had helmets on. And that mm. drives me bananas that folk will let their kids go out on their bikes without a helmet on. Yeah. Like, it drives me up the wall. Because I like if I found out that Riley was out on his bike with a helmet on, I'd slash his tires myself. I'd be like, you know, what I mean? it's like it's no happening. Because we talked about this when Fidget was on last week. You don't need a big fall for it to be very serious. Mm, so yeah, that drives me up the wall. But like you say, it's, it's a it's a thing. I feel like you'll be the same. That I've instilled enough sense in my kid. I've scared the shit. That, yeah, yeah. When he's around the fire, he knows not to stick his hands in it and check yeah. how hot it is. Or if there's a knife or a pair of scissors, he knows how to carry it. When yeah. he's going from room to room or whatever. We just want to protect, you know what I mean? And, mm. like, my daughter, my daughter's hair was down. And I was like, oh, man, I don't want her to, like, lean over there and, like, whoosh, you know mm. what I mean? Like, the whole thing go up. But, um, yeah, so we are all sitting around the fire. And then we we had to go make our own fires. It was pretty cool. There was a tree in the woods to kind of get it started. They gave me, like, little cotton balls. And then there was a tree that had that sap that was... Um, like flammable so we went and t- I had the kids go over and get a stick and jam it in the tree and they got some of the sap off and they stuck it in there and just whoo the whole thing went up so we all smelled like smoke and we were all disgusting my jacket probably still smells like smoke it's in the back of my car still um, and then the guy was like alright who wants marshmallows and I have uh, it's probably weird I've never done that I've never like, roasted like, marshmallows <laughs> I want marshmallows I'm pushing kids over I'm like get out of my way little Johnny I'm getting marshmallows <laughs> so I finally got marshmallows and we stuck them in there it was so good. I, I hate marshmallows, except for your marshmallows. They're really good. <laughs> and then we were we were roasting them. He was like, if you, if you roast them, you can get a layer off them. You can get like seven layers off of them. So I'm like, kids, I got six layers off. <laughs> and teachers are like, calm down. Mr. Dots, settle down. Is that, can you share out the marshmallows with the children? Is that if they want marshmallows, they can fight me I for these marshmallows? I think maybe one or two of them got a marshmallow. I'm not sure. We had a lot Anyone of Anyone that you discarded on the ground. Like. I started throwing them at some of the kids that I didn't like. No. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so they, they roast up the marshmallows, and then um, they made, like, hot chocolate for the kids as well. We got kettles and put them on, like, a, a little grate on top of the fires that we built. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we boiled the water, and then we made hot chocolate, and I had coffee. It, it was a fantastic day. Sounds lovely. Um, it was at Glen Ellman College. Have you guys ever been up to Glen Ellman College? I don't yeah. believe I Not have. past it. That no. place is incredible. Like, I thought you were going to say that's where you were going to send your kids next year. <laughs> well, I was. If it wasn't 33,000 pounds, uh, I, <laughs> I would send them there. And when I was talking to the guy who was running the, the thing we were doing, he was like, even with our staff discount, he's like, my son's too, but you know, I wanted to send them here when we got older. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's no way I could even afford it with the staff discount, which I'm assuming is considerable for staff. You know, Yeah, but, the staff also get like houses, and so like, they get a house and yeah. all that mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. in the grounds mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, I've done actually moves there with... Tom and Kyle actually yeah. moving in teachers who have been like taking a job mm-hmm. and moving in the house some nice gaffes in that up there as really? well nice. sweet you manage for 33 grand a year for the kids your cousin yeah. worked there Liam yeah, really, really nice grounds. They've got a bunch of soccer and rugby pitches up there. Mm-hmm. They have a swimming pool, just a building with a swimming pool in it. It's like something you would see in a movie, mm-hmm. like like a like a, it's a private school, school private isn't it? school yeah. movie. Yeah. Guys, would you, would you have preferred to go to a school like that? Or I'm glad Mama Pat's is here. Like, would you be able to send your children away for? Let's say that you, you were fantastically wealthy, and you knew the kids were going to get a awesome education there would you send your kids away for three four months at a time you can send them there day, day to you day can, yeah. yeah but um, would you would you have sent us to boarding school 
No, remember I used to say you would always know if we won if we won any money. Yeah, you'd be shipped off right away. Yeah. I didn't really mean it. Oh. Yeah, no, it didn't no. scar me or anything. Really. My mum used to say that to me, but she meant it. And no, yeah. she won any money. No, I didn't When I was no. in therapy last year, I didn't ever discuss that with my therapist at all. No, that was. This must thing. be a breaking point. For you, <laughs> yeah. No, I did discuss the nine o'clock man, which is what Paul used to tell us about. Oh, I, was that? I never knew about that. The nine o'clock man. If you want to sleep by nine o'clock, would take you away forever. Oh yeah, fucking Paul! I'm gonna introduce that in my house. Oh, don't scars you for life. My daughters would be like, "Does he have iPads?" <laughs> <laughs> What's his Wi-Fi speed like? <laughs> Does he have iPads? <laughs> I think that might be an episode. Yeah, time. I think uh, so. Yeah. yeah, listen. But people kept saying it looked like Hogwarts in there. I, I've never seen. I've seen some of the movie, the first movie, but. I don't know, but um, I think you should get that about all of the uh, like all old. It was the same with Glasgow Uni. Yeah, I went to Glasgow Uni for an open day. Never went, but <laughs> went for the open day. That was a great laugh, and that looks like any sort of these old sort of church look like buildings of that time. They all look like that. Type Listen, of. look at all the people who run the country. All your top CEOs, mm. they're, they're all privately schooled. Doesn't mean that they're actually any brighter than anybody else, That's just because true. they paid for a, <laughs> let's say in better commas, a better education. Mm. Education's really what you put in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just better 100%. surroundings. Well, yeah. I think there's probably more than that. I think that they get they get privileged, don't they? They yeah. get Support, they get there's um, more, yeah. there's the sports, on, they get all of that kind of There's a lot of, of one-on-one well. tuition as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I know a good a friend of mine works at, I can't remember, one of the schools, one of the top schools in the country around near Perthshire. And like a lot of the time, so these teachers aren't just your usual sort of nine-to-five like school teachers. They actually do one-to-one tuitions with all their classes. Like yeah. their students mm-hmm. can get Sophie addition. works at the one in St Mary's, I think, down in... Uh, Bath, that kind of area. My niece-in-law, she she was uh, she's head of the English department down there, and they take them away yeah. to theatres and things like that mm. as well. So there's, it's, there's, it's a there's more ability, yeah, like, so but it's you're like, paying for that. Like say, the, the budget, the budgetary restraints out there, like you get with public schools. Obviously, no. the public schools are funded for by the public. Whereas it's like if you get private healthcare. It's better than what you would get in the NHS. It's not right. No, it's not right it's at not, all. It's not actually Everyone any better than that. It's not what to... you get. And that, that's a, a real misconception mm-hmm. that people don't want to start getting into their heads that private healthcare is necessarily a better quality of healthcare it's than the National quicker. Health Service. It's not necessarily quicker. Right? Well, you could say that, um, but it doesn't <laughs> mean that that doesn't make it better. I got an no. ECG scan from a private hospital the same that treatment. charged 85 quid for the pleasure. <laughs> That's still pretty good. You probably get charged ten times. Well, what was that? You, you told us when you went to the the ER and when you were in New York and they charged you like two hundred bucks for an ibuprofen tablet. Oh yeah, to, for two tablets and my finger just went like whoosh and was like I thought it maybe it may have been broken or something. Mm. Um, they scanned it. They're like, no, it's fine. They were like, here, take two of these. Something I could get over the counter probably somewhere. Took those. It was like two hundred fifty. Yeah, you seen the cost of having a baby in the states? It's like fifty grand. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. But that's a really dangerous way of thinking. Yeah, I know no, they maybe point. just said that off the cuff, but if anybody does think like that and does think that a private healthcare system uh, is a better way to be treated, it's completely and utterly false. Your your treatments are still the same. Yes, you may have access to a consultant or a specialist slightly quicker in a private system because you're paying for that privilege but it doesn't mean that your quality of healthcare is necessarily any better fair totally point agree. fair totally point agree. nice uh, sorry I just no let's go no, no, I, just, yeah, I love it Andy yeah. mm-hmm. how do I feel about that yeah but um, yeah it was good it was a good time 
Um, it was good to, to hang out with, with my daughter and see her interact with her friends. There were also kids just like climbing up trees and everything. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I should go grab that kid off of that or, mm. or what. Like, it's weird being a parent in that situation because you don't know whether you should just let other kids just do what they normally do or should you just be like, hey, get off of there. Yeah, yeah but then what if that kid goes home and goes, oh, mom, this guy here thingy or you know grab me off somebody, a tree somebody's mum or somebody's dad yeah. like had a go at me told me to get out the tree and that and they're like exactly yeah. Yeah. so I'm like look teacher's okay when you're doing it fuck it you can go do it teacher's, <laughs> teacher's in charge man mm-hmm. yeah. that's yeah. it it's up to them to make yeah. that call it's good when you see your, your, your kids interacting with other kids though it's funny Riley's yeah. best pal is like a wee kid called Harvey and the two of them are like it's, am- it's hilarious to watch like they, they genuinely don't stop talking like I had them over a couple of weeks ago when it was snowing and their football got cancelled. Mm. So they went into Riley's room and started playing the Xbox and fanning about at 11 o'clock on the Saturday and I didn't actually really see them until 10 o'clock on the Sunday morning. <laughs> I just literally passed them through food, made sure they were alive and they were still okay. But like, it was amazing to watch. You know, it's just, and you see them, like, I listen to him talking to his pals when he's playing on the PS4 and the crack they're sitting and having and the wee inside jokes and that and the piss takes and yeah. brilliant, man. Good times. I tried to, <laughs> mum came around for this the other week. He was a, uh, him and his pal had to go and take something to another room in the school, so they had a hall pass. But Riley's pal like kept trying to take them the long way and not to get back to class. And I was like, ah, why didn't you just go back? And he's like, ah, well, I can't remember the kid's name. He's at he had the hall pass. I goes, well, do you know trying to take it off him? He goes, ah, we kept holding it up, so he kept taking it away. So I goes, well, you give him the bobby flick. He goes, what do you mean? Ah. I was like, the wee backhander to the bars. And my mum's like, can I tell him that? I was like, that's a valuable life lesson. But he learns it before he gets it hangs out to him. Very learns Is that it. a thing? Yes. Oh my God. I'll never forget the first time. I'll just say, I didn't go about flicking anyone's bobby. Just, <laughs> just your own. Clean <laughs> just my own mama patch. Right? Oh. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, the first bobby flick I, I had done to me, I didn't, didn't know about it. I was in high school and... Uh, the guy's name was Prince. And, uh, and I knew him. I had a couple of classic guys, but I didn't really talk to him. He was like, Mike Dots. He, he was flexing. He was like, Mike Dots, feel that. And I was like, oh, that's pretty. And he went, whoop. And I was like, oh, my God. I fell on the floor, crippled. Oh, yeah. If you get it just right, it's like a towel flick. But yeah. why would you do that to one another knowing how sore it is? Because men are awful, awful people. We want to inflict as much pain on each other as possible. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about the clocks going forward? Did that screw you guys up at all? No, I just wondered why it was half eleven when I got up the next day, <laughs> and then when I thought about it, I was like, "Absolutely, really didn't, didn't even really notice it anymore because, like, like we've got like we've got one clock in the house. Yeah, maybe two. The wee man's got one in his room. Other than that, your phone automatically updates, your telly automatically updates, your laptops usually automatically updates. You're a bloody nightmare. I used to be when I was younger. Oh right? my god! It used to fuck me up big time. Oh, oh why? I don't know. Just did. Apparently, every year when the clocks went back, I would just be all the shop. That's cool. Really? They just went forward though. Well, whatever. Whenever they changed. <laughs> That's what it was then. Who am I? He's what lost two hours. <laughs> 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 no, it's half nine. What about me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't even really notice it anymore. I had. I was working until eleven, and then I had to pick my parents up at the airport at well, I thought it was nine, but it was actually eight. So then I, and then when I went back to Connie's house, she had like her, her sister and her aunt there and they had a couple of drinks and I had a beer and I was like, all right. And then by the next thing I know, it was like 
two in the morning. I was like, shit. So then, like... It's a shaky drive-thru. It was a shaky drive-thru. And then I had to go to work at two o'clock on the Sunday as well. Oh, Michael oh, Box. I am still catching up on sleep. But I got to see my parents, pick my parents up. That nice. was good. Uh, they bought a shitload of sweets. I know I said I was going to bring some. Sorry, I forgot. But you didn't like the Swedish fish last time, didn't you? No, they was nasty. Oh, okay. Tastes like soap. What about the blow pops? You like the blow pops, right? Jolly Ranchers. That's what we want. We want the blow pops. Yeah, I never had one of them. You... Oh, okay, I'll bring those next I time. As long as my daughters don't eat them all. Um, oh, I'll see you anyway because we're doing the t-shirts. But anyway, um, my parents also bought Cold Stone cereal. Have you ever had either ice cream? I think they have one in the mall in Dundee where they make ice cream on like a slab. And they mix it all together. Is that the one where they like scrape it out really thin with like a paint scraper and then they, yes. they kind of roll it back up? And, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So and they that's have, ice cream. Yeah, but it's a cereal. So they, the, the flavors are in the cereal. And it has like marshmallows in it. My teeth are rotting as we speak, yeah. but I ate half a box of this stuff. Do you have to like prep your diet before your parents arrive? So oh, that, yeah, right. yeah. I'm I'm almost on diabetes range right now. <laughs> You're going to be MSG. Not yeah. this Man. How was your parents? I didn't sleep for four days. It wasn't. Woo. Yeah, so I ate, I ate like two bowls of that this morning before work. I was flying. But uh, yeah, they bought me my usual sweets and pancakes and uh, like the pancakes in the, the box that you shake up, but it's different mm, like, okay. than the stuff you get here. Okay, fair enough. And real maple syrup. Like good maple syrup. I like maple syrup. Do we not have the real stuff over here? It's not good. You get stuff. You know why? I don't really you eat it, you so. can get stuff in Morrison's. You get like the imported stuff from Canada in Canada. Morrison's. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, in the little jar with the Canadian flag mm. on it. Yeah, that's all right. That's the closest stuff to it. Yeah. I like that on my, my, my pancakes, my bacon. Mm. Oh, that's the shit right there. Um, And it just kind of <laughs> reminded me of like, I saw I also talk about food and what's good for you and what's bad for you I saw an article that said um, like eggs are bad for you now oh again again yeah and then like and this is what I always say I wish I could say it to my daughters when they come to me with some random fact from school like no one knows shit about shit we should have a segment like mm. on the show now yeah. no one knows shit about shit mm. because eggs were bad then they were good then they were bad then they were good up until two weeks ago and now like the high cholesterol it, 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 lead to heart attacks it's depends, like maybe everything leads to heart depends attacks depends who's writing the studies Exactly. Yeah. Meg, Megan touched on this when she was on, but we were trying to find like a, a milk alternative, trying to find a study that wasn't paid for by the people yeah, who have sure. won that, who have come out the best in that study is ridiculous. Yeah. Just don't eat too much of anything. True. Moderation. Coconut milk, I think, is pretty good. I remember Rhonda saying she had a coconut milk latte last time she was here, and I got one from Costa a couple of weeks ago. Very good. Nice. Almond milk's usually quite a good substitute. Almond milk is good too. Speak to Nate B. He's your man for the substitute in the foods, for yeah, the bad stuff. stuff, for I'm the, the good stuff. And what about like sugar-free soda? Is that? I prefer it. Do you, uh, I see the like. It's gotta be bad for you. It tastes too good to be all right. Well, that's why I read something online, and it was again, it was a thing. It's the same with anything. Excessive consumption mm. is mm. not good for you. However, it's much better than drinking the full fat stuff. Okay. And I prefer it as well. I don't like that Iron Brew Extra. I prefer it to the full fat Iron Brew now. It's much tastier. Just and you, quiet you taste. Didn't, you didn't get like changes. furry teeth. Same with Pepsi Max. I love me some Pepsi Max. What's your favourite soft drink, my pet? Uh, tonic, because it goes in my Bacardi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorted. Strong, strong answer. That's a strong answer. That's <laughs> a good answer. Uh, well, will we jump into what, what? we'll... Uh, Mike, Andy, do you want to say it? Watching or listening to this week. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. What have you been watching or listening to this week? I was. I. I'll, I'll go because I, I had a couple of things this week. Um, I watched the Dirt on Netflix, the Motley Crue biopic. Okay. How was it? So shit, it's brilliant. Like it's, <laughs> it's so over the top and so cheesy, but 
I don't think you would have done that story justice doing it any other way. And the, the actors, they kind of break the fourth wall throughout the film and they say, this never actually happened, but it follows better in the film. This is what actually happened. And then the character will say it and then they'll act out the scene. Um, it's got Machine Gun Kelly plays Tommy Lee Jones. Um, and the guy who played Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones, oh. uh, Ewan Rowan, his name is, he was in Misfits. Uh, man, he, he played uh, McMars. Mm. And then I can't remember the guy's name that played Nicky Six. And then the front man was in The Punisher as well. But um, aye, like, wasn't a stellar biopic. It wasn't like the Ray Charles one. It wasn't like going to win an Oscar. But mm. see, for an hour and a half, two hours of just easy watching about some debauchery that happened in the 80s. <laughs> and the thing is, it does, the summit, it gets, pretty, it gets pretty dark and it jumps around a lot. But I'm going to give that seven bananas just for being so shite. Hey. It was great. Um, I also listened to. I was flicking through Instagram the other day and comedian like Tom Segura posted about a Red Man track called Oh what's the name of it? Sorry, two sayings. Just put a bit of filler in here. Uh, Time for some action off the what album? Red Man. Red Man, okay. the what album? Can't so remember how it goes off the top so, of my head. Um, yes, it sounds familiar though. I'll, yeah. I'll play a snippet, I'll play you a snippet. Red Man used to live around the corner for me. <laughs> really? Mama Pats is going to hate this. Classic drum That sounds really old. That's from 92. All oh, right. So I, I listened to the full album the day. Because I've, I've never been huge on Red Man. Like, I know him. And I, I, like, How High was one of my favourite films when I was a teenager. I thought it was hilarious. So, <coughs> but, aye, I'm going to give that um, eight bananas. Just because it, it had that oh, proper... Genius. Had that good feel about it. You know what I mean? That the the good old drum breaks and the decent samples. Yeah, and that's that. the first thing. You go back to like those records, '92. You can just tell the differences in the drums. Yeah, it was the just it was it was it was hard. It was good. And then there was one final thing. It was a Jaden Smith song. Um, oh, called, you know, I didn't listen to that. It's called um, "Look." It was it "Look at Me," but it's just got a really good like guitar riff that's sampled through it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not as big as fan, but that was actually that a really it's good. a really good tune. Yeah. So. Um, this is Will Smith's son. I thought that, yeah. Now, yeah. Um, oh, which I've seen somebody actually tweet him as, is that Jaden's dad? I was like, <laughs> yeah. you, you don't know shit about shit. <laughs> Go back and watch The Fresh Prince and then come at me with that, is that Jaden's dad's pish? Um, but I'm going to give that a, a seven bananas as well. So positive this week, positive movies. Oh, one last one, sorry. I watched a film called 30 Days a Night. 30 Days a Night. 30 Days a Night. It's a, it's a vampire film. It came out in like 2007. Me and Chuff were just looking for films last night and I'd watched a YouTube video where someone had mentioned it and I'd never actually... I'd watched like half of it never given it my full attention so it's got Josh Hartnett in it on Netflix. Um, it's about a small Alaskan village that obviously has a month with no sunlight so the basically the town goes down to the bare bones and this, heard that. this vampire horde decide to attack this village because they'll be able to just cut a boot for 30 days straight. So it was a bit silly, a bit daft, but again, it was good suspense. Um, Netflix? Netflix, yeah. Right. Like I said, it came out in 2007, so that gets uh, seven bananas as well. Average now. Again, decent, good watch, uh, some decent jumps in there. And again, Josh Hartnett, which apparently he has been working solid since 1998. I like it. Oh, but I hadn't like thought it. I think after some of these scores tonight, I may have to reevaluate the scoring system. Because oh. there's a lot of there's a lot of weak sevens and really weak ah, eights sliding through. That's all opinions, man. That's all opinions. But that's all me. I know I had quite a lot this week. So we go to Mama Pats. Oh, okay. You were writing, you were writing okay. this, yes. I know. Yeah, I was oh. writing stuff down. Um, watched 
uh, Big Little Lies on mm, was it Netflix? It'd be on Netflix, right? On uh, I kind of binge watched that. It was quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name? The Australian actress. Charlie Thrown. No, no, no. Uh, tall, thin, red hair. The one that was in Neighbours. No. <laughs> um, she's it. really famous. She's married to. Kidman? Yeah, that's Nicole her. Kidman. Nicole Kidman, aye. Her and um, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, yeah, I did see the commercial for this. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, was, it was really good. I don't know if it's maybe more women-y than it is for guys, but I, I thought it was, it was really good. Bananas. Bananas, I would say seven. Seven Ooh. bananas. Oh, the Patrick's are generous. The Patrick's are generous. Where, <laughs> uh, and, well, we've just started watching Outlander. Was, uh, no. no. I've, I've heard about it, but I've not actually watched it. It's kind of um, a woman goes back in time. Um, she's uh, It's set just after the Second World War. Her and her husband had been a part in the war. She was a, a nurse at the front line, and he's a kind of... I don't know if he was a spy, but he worked in that kind of... And they go back up to Scotland trying to kind of get to know one another again. And she ends up getting flung back to um, the 1746 oh, rebellion yeah. time and all that kind of thing. Really good. Well, I'm quite enjoying that. Yeah, just a wee bit of a change. Um, we watched... Uh, I've only seen one of them, the Peter Sutcliffe thing on BBC Four. Uh, you know the the, the Ripper. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but that he was, was the doctor, wasn't he? No, 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 no. no, no. He was the Yorkshire, Yorkshire Ripper. Ripper. Sorry, yeah. Who am I thinking of? Harold Shipman. Harold Shipman. So. Yeah. You know yeah. what that is? It's all the names in Gavin and Stacey. That's right. All the men are named after serial killers. That's right. Aye. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's yeah. Pete Shipman. There's Pete Sutcliffe and Harold Shipman mm-hmm. are two. Just really nice characters, and it's just something that's never really picked up on. But ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> a kind of funny type thing. I suppose probably because that was when I was younger, you know. So it, it was quite, but it was it was quite good. It's quite informative. Uh, listening to a bit of Bowie Glasgow two thousand. Right. I Stella. got my Christmas, and you're welcome. Also, thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, thank you all of you because it came from all of you, didn't it? I organised it, and. Um, <laughs> I was listening to Tears for Fears. Do you, Tears know, for fears. You, do you know? You're not know. Yeah, yeah, you I remember? Know. Yeah, yeah, Tears yeah, yeah. Tears for Fears. I yeah. have that song on one of my playlists. Tears for Fears. What's the biggest song? Oh, Shout. Was it probably. Oh, no. Tears uh, for Fears. It's on my playlist. Do you know, right? Uh, everybody wants to, to rule, rule the world. The world. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah my favourite's uh, uh, Women in Chains. I love that song. And it just, I just kind of put it on. and Well, I was using Spotify. Thank you too. Hooked Mama Pats yeah. up with a family package. Nice. And can I say a couple of books? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've just I've just finished reading two books, um, both by Stuart Cosgrove. All right. Uh, the um, Scottish radio guy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Be, he comes it? from Perth. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Detroit 67, Memphis yes. 68 by any well, chance. Detroit 67, I read that one. Uh, I got that for Christmas and it was really good, yes. really well written. And it kind of... Um, it, it kind of bases it on what's happening in Motown mm-hmm. uh, in that year, but everything round that is to do with the the riots, that's the right. race riots, and yeah. that's really really good. It's his big thing, yeah. uh, and he's really knowledgeable. But it amazes me how he and he kind of constructs a story through it. It's really good. Really, really recommend that. And then 
I also read his uh, Young Soul Rebel, which is kind of about him, yeah. but he does the same thing about what's happening in the 70s, uh, well, right the way through to, to Northern Seoul, but also what's happening in the country, and that was really good. Yeah, he's... Because uh, he's a Lethem boy, isn't he? He is indeed, uh -huh, and, yeah. And um, he's, 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 he's probably uh, one of the best... Um, presenters that they've got Absolutely. on Radio Scotland and mm. he's a really really smart cookie mm. um, but yeah apparently his, his Memphis 67 his Detroit 68 there's but, two more that's a trilogy that's yeah right. so I'm going to get them but I've read enough of him just now you know mm. but the funny thing about the the young soul rebel is right at the end he kind of he talks about well he, he talks about Perth throughout it but mm. right at the end he, he actually mentions the guy's name and he lives around the back from us oh, really? and I've met him the next day I said I've just been reading about you <laughs> he'd lifted his he'd had his scooter out uh, and at the flood you know at, um, the most recent time when the river was up high and um, that's what he did he lifted his scooter and took it into the house that was yeah, but it was, yeah. there Top you go man. yeah uh, so I think, I think what do you want to give Stuart Cosgrove bananas oh I would say um the, the the Detroit 67, I would give oh, eight and a half, nine. It's really good. Strong. Soul Rebel, maybe seven, but mm. definitely. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, he's been books. winning. He's been, I mean, I follow him on Twitter. Obviously, I listen to Off the Ball every mm -hmm. weekend. Um, it's brilliant. He's very yeah. good when he's on John Beatty's show on Radio Scotland in the afternoons when we do the I've media read about review at that, the end yeah, of the week. Uh -huh, yeah. He's fucking brilliant because mm -hmm. he, he gives it double barrels to the BBC mm -hmm. most weeks and he's a BBC employee. Mm -hmm. you good know, Good lad. He seems to be cut from a very different sort of cloth than the Kay Adams and the John Beatties mm. of this uh -huh. world. They're very all pro-union, pro-establishment, pro-BBC. He seems to be the opposite. But those books, he's been winning uh, awards and Rightly book prizes so. for Rightly those books. Rightly so. I would definitely uh, recommend it. It was a really... Because um, my usual uh, fodder is... Um, um, crime but Scottish crime mm -hmm. or uh, Mark Bellingham a bit of English crime but you know I, that's what I normally I do read other things but that's my general for it but I really really enjoyed that really uh, yeah nice shout out to Stuart Cosgrove aye yep. nice who wants to go next uh, I'll dive in because I don't think I've got much um, Uh, what have I been listening to? Because I haven't watched anything, as you know. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of MOP this week. Oh, nice. I've been listening to a lot of MOP, Shout out Lil Fame and Big Billy Dance. Um, my favourite song they done was the one they done on the Blueprint 2 with Jay-Z. Oh. oh, I can't remember what that's called. No, it's going to annoy me, um, but I'll figure it out. MOP and Jay-Z? Yeah. Um, it was on Blueprint 2. Yeah. Um, shit. It was a remix as well. That's it. You don't know. That's that remix is amazing. Sorry, carry on. That's all right. Uh, I've been listening to that. I've been listening to a bit of Fiddy this week, man. Fiddy oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I've actually been listening to a bit of Scott Storch as well this week, which is where that came from. I went, ended up then listening to Fifty Cent, like a mix on Spotify, and then I remembered hearing uh, Get Up. Which was produced by Scotch Starch. Oh. Get up, you do That's my thing. It's crazy in the club when I'm in there, man. Get, Get up. up! I like that song. That was that wasn't as big as it should have been. That was a That's that was a big song. Absolute. Banger of a tune, man. Don't What's get it twisted. See, whenever I get money comes on on shuffle, oh, like I honestly feel like I feel like I'm the biggest gangster in the world. Like, I'm not just I'm not cutting a bit in my mum's car. No, I'm I'm cool as fuck. But. Um, what else have I been listening to this week? Um, 
a lot of hip hop, but it's just been uh, a bit of a mix of stuff. I've been listening to more Dirty Dyke. I'm actually going to go and see him in Glasgow and Edinburgh at the end of next month. So I'm going to do both nights, I think. Um, and I've been listening to a bit of Jack uh, Jetson and Ellen Form. They've got an album together, UK hip hop. Ellen Form's a beat maker. Jack Jetson's an MC, really, really good MC. Um, and then listening to the new Dat Kid High Focus release. So that was all right. Uh, I was expecting more, but uh, so I'm going to give that, give that, I'm going to give that a 4.5. Wow. I didn't fucking just, I just didn't hand it to Mark. I bananas for fun now. But, uh, no, like, from what I've heard, or what i listened to so far, uh, just wasn't feeling the beats, man. Like guys can spit hot bars to fucking cows come home, mate. But if the beats underneath aren't got me hooked like straight away, yeah. then it's always just going to be in that sort of mid-tier bracket for me. Fair because of the, so, so that was that a lot, a lot of hip hop this week. But uh, yeah, didn't watch fuck all as usual. Soon, I still haven't started Stosh's book yet, but I will this week because I'm on holiday. Every time you say Stosh's book, I'm thinking like a book he's he's written. I'd, oh, read, he I'd read, read that book by the way. <laughs> <laughs> gave me a book called Mikey Dots. Last week, what you got? Um, Billions is back. One of my favorite shows. Is um, it good? It's a very, very good show. I like show. the guy that's in that. that um, the, the Irish the guy? The redhead guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, great. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like him. Uh, I saw him in another movie. I know that's... Oh, he was in... Um, What's the movie with the terrorist? Uh, Homeland. He was in that's that right. Show. That's yeah. where it's from. Yeah, he played the good. baddie, didn't he? He's a good actor. Mm. Uh, Paul Giamatti is also in there, too. <laughs> I like Paul Giamatti. Uh, yeah. So, a billion just back. I watched the first two episodes the other night. Caught up. Very, very good. Uh, won't give a rating on that yet, just because it's yeah. not not even halfway through. Early doors. Um, there's a rapper called Lil Nas. Have you heard about this uh, this thing here? Lil Nas. Uh, he's a rapper, but he made a country sounding track, and then it shot to the top of the country the country charts, yeah. and then they they chucked it off. They were like, Nah, it's not. <laughs> They're like, nah, it's not like country enough. And they were like, they were trying to say because it oh, it's racist because he's black. I was like, nah, that's that's hip hop. <laughs> Bro, listen to the listen to the Billboard country charts. They're all finger snap. It's like the track yeah. track. It's all they all sound like hip hop tracks now. The country songs. It's like they're oh, almost okay. starting to rap in the country songs. Oh, oh really? They're all really? like heavy auto tuned, like you hear in the trap and that. They've all got the classic pop finger snaps and all that. See? Trust me, man. Okay, so what am I there? There's some good videos about it on YouTube. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, popular country music. Yeah. It's like, you know. Thank God for that. But after I, you mentioned that, after I put that song, I listened to that song. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. It's, it's and plus, it caught my attention. There's someone I don't know if it's his video or someone made a video, but they set it to like Red Dead Redemption. So they had people <laughs> shooting, blowing shit up, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. It was really cool the way they did this. So then I listened to another song of his. Um, it's got like a Spanish sounding title. I forgot the name of it because I'm an idiot. But and that was good too. And I was like, oh shit, like this guy's this guy's pretty good. <laughs> and then I went to his Twitter feed and there everyone everyone was writing about the song and how big it was getting and how it should be on the country, uh, the country charts. And he was like, I didn't mean for this to happen. <laughs> like I was just making music. I just music. made a chip. And like, I don't care, I'm good, glad you heard it, you know? <laughs> yeah, because now it's gonna move into the billboard full on top two hundred. It's, and it's gonna get there, ching, yeah. Ching 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 yeah, ching. Yeah, money, money. I'll have so, to check it out. I'll download it later. Uh, Connie the other night um, sent me a message she was watching a show called Moms Make Porn have you seen this? I've no, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I've seen i seen part of it when I was um, when I was in Manchester yeah um, it was it was on whether, whether I was getting ready to go to bed or like before I went out 
It was super, super. So if you have it, it's about like parents who their, their kids are getting to the age where they may start watching this kind of stuff, and they're concerned because of like kind of like the graphic content in, in adult films now. Mm-hmm. I'm cleaning this up because you're here. Uh, <laughs> so um, and they they basically at the end of the series they make they make their own just in the way what they would like to see. But it just kind of got me thinking like if I was not the moms themselves but they directed. I'm sorry, Andy. And Andy looked at me and like, what? But it just kind of got good me thinking. There, mate. I said it last week. <laughs> it kind of got me thinking like. You know, if I wasn't raised in a house full of like three women, and my, of course my dad too, but like if I didn't have like such strong female role models in my life, I may have watched that kind of stuff, and I may have had that same. Do you mean you mentality. may have watched Kane? No, no, of okay. course everyone does. But I'm saying like I may I have had that mentality, that disrespectful mentality, and you know, mm. it, and it's very easy for for guys to watch that and be like, oh yeah, this is what you're supposed to do, and it's like maybe you're not supposed to do uh, that. Yeah. Fair so point. I, I think it's a, it's a very good idea and I hope it's quite it a good, that's a quite a good idea for a TV show actually. I might actually give that a watch. Yeah, it, it is, it's not super graphic or anything either, you know what I mean? It's, it's, well, it's on TV. Right but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good premise, so check it out. Uh, I also watched uh, the other night uh, Peep Show for the first time. Have you ever seen this? Say on Channel Four yeah. or something Unpo- like that. Unpo- unpopular opinion. I can't stand Peep oh, Show. Oh, it's so funny. I don't, Shock horror. I've never seen that. Really? <laughs> have I you seen Peep Show? No, I don't think I have. There's like two guys like that just like live in a flat, and there's like a really really smart one, and then there seems to be another one that's just uh, can't but, keep a job and but just like men behaving badly. One. Uh, one of the guys yeah. is on that. He used to be in Men Behaving Badly. Uh, the guy that can't keep a job. I think someone said that to me. Maybe, but um, the episode that I seen was really, really funny. I, I, I'll give it a seven. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. I'm definitely gonna watch it when it's on. Again. I've I've tried to get into it a few times because it's all on Netflix. I'm sure. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, it's on. I'm in there. But like, I've tried to watch it a few times because folk get pure like well up for it and it's funny. <laughs> I just I, I didn't get it at all. I just find the characters really unlikable and annoying. I don't really like like British sitcoms, but this one is. This one is pretty funny. Well, just comedies, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Hot Ones, like we said before. The one with Shaq I watched. I also watched one with Theo Vaughn. He's just a... Theo I Vaughn's don't even know what his I, issue I is. I meant to add the King and the Sting episode this <laughs> yeah. weekend while watching and listening. I like Theo, Theo Vaughn, Vaughn's man. He's, he's, he's all right, man. insane. He's, he's crazy. All right. He's like no comic you've ever seen because he's just this sort of... Was he from Alabama or Texas? Uh, New Orleans. New yeah. Orleans. He's just from the South and he has this... His accent's really thick, and it's it's not it's even got a mullet. Yeah, he's got a mullet. He had a hair transplant from his own head so he could grow in a mullet. <laughs> but he just talks about the most random stuff, and it's like he doesn't even pause. Yeah. But he's oh, he's amazing. You ever watch The King and the Sting? It does get a bit grinding because it's just like, dude, bro, dude, bro, <laughs> oh, bro, podcast? dude. Yeah, That's he does it with Brendan Shaw. Oh, okay. Dude, yeah. it is it is funny at times. There are moments. It is it's worth it, but mm-hmm. it's a bit of a bro fest, right? And um, it, it was like uh, the 20th anniversary of Life After Death, Biggie's album. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right, actually, yeah. 20th anniversary, so I was bumping that last week. Uh, I, I'm actually more into it now than I was at the time when, when it first came out. Mm. That is a really, I think it's an underrated album. I think it's a re- for how long it is, I, like, I think a lot of people were like, oh, shit, double album, that's a lot. But it's a really, really good album. I'm going to give it a nine. Sky's the limit, mate. Absolute classic. Sky's the limit. When when he died... You probably told Paul to turn it off at one point or another in the 90s. I never told any of you any of your music off. (laughs) Well, perhaps Ken's. Jordan told us a different story. No. Um, <laughs> That's right enough, actually. <laughs> now, Paul listens to some bangers. Shout out to Paul. He does. He listens to some good hip-hop. Yeah, so Life After Death. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Nice. Is nice. that us for the week? 
think that's us, aye. Get into the Patreon stuff as well. Oh, yeah, the Patreon. Well, I'm needing to nip to the gents. Okay. So uh, we better give uh, our show sponsor, our Patreon sponsor, uh, a quick shout and then we'll get yeah. wrapped up. Shout out to Stevie Mac of Stevie Mac Skate School. One to one lessons, tuitions, all abilities and ages catered for. Message Stevie Mac <laughs> on Facebook, Stevie Mac Skate School. You know, I still have those gift certificates that he's gave us. So I, I, I don't know how my younger daughter will do it. She's a bit afraid. I may go with my older daughter. I'm going to jump on the boards and uh, I'll buy a skateboard. I, I, wreck my I, knee I, or something. I, I wouldn't <laughs> try to trick yeah. <laughs> I would just like to see if I could still go one. Like I wouldn't try even attempt any tricks, but I'd like to see if I could still just comfortably roll a boot on a board. Let's do it. You should bring, bring the boy. I'll bring the girl and we'll, we'll go down there. All right, okay. Stevie Mac, we're coming. Riley would definitely bin himself instantly. He goes a million miles an hour (laughs) with most things that he does until he hits something solid and then he stops. Um, Patreon subscribers. Patreon subscribers. Thank you, David, for it. Callum McLaughlin, Ralph Rogowski, uh, Roddy Bader, uh, Stephen. A.K.A. Stosh Tosh. One of this week's T-shirts? Yes. Yeah, the T-shirt. I'm just going to put a wee applause in there for him. Yeah. Congratulations, Tosh. Andy Henderson, Nate Black, Alistair Cook, and Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Rachel. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much for everyone who has listened, liked, and reviewed, given us some input. Uh, thank you again to the Patreon subscribers. You can get us on monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook, Podbean, Monkey Swordfight Podcast. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am also on Twitter at underscore M Dats. I'm still there at Macapella. I don't know if you want to give out your Twitter handle, Mum. I can't remember what it's, it is. <laughs> fair. I think it's like I am C-Pats on Twitter. Or something uh, like that, isn't Cas Pats or Cas something Pats, like that. Yeah, on Twitter. Behave yourself. That's my mother. <laughs> right. Anyway, thank you very much. Take care. Peace. Peace. Peace.